Today on Mob Rules. We talk about uh, metal dreadnoughts. And uh, plastic yeah. dreadnoughts. And plastic dreadnoughts. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, that, that's, yeah, about yeah, that's about and it. And death oh, card. And nurgles and death cards and diseases. All that, all and, that and, and a much little else. bit else. Yeah. <laughs> Mob Rules. Welcome Mob Rules, episode 51. 51. 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's officially in GILF territory, a, I think. Halfway to 102. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's math. Below 50, MILF. Right. After 50, <laughs> GILF. <laughs> Games I'd like to follow. I uh, uh, of course, I'm John, joined as hey, always John. by. I'm Ted. Uh, we didn't get the Phil soundboard working no. in time. I'm sad. Yeah. But we are joined by Sterling. Woo! Hey, Hi, Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> Hi, guys. You gave us a, a Phil hoot. I, yeah. I tried my best. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we had this whole like conversation thread about how I was just going to record very specific things of Phil saying yeah. and see how long we could keep it going <laughs> without people realizing he's not there. Mm. Um, I, think, uh, I think we could have led it a while. But I feel like yeah. I would want to make it really obvious it's fake. Like, super, <laughs> super obvious. Why is that? I don't know. Just, like, out-of-context statements? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out-of-context statements or just, like, a, like really bad cutting on the sound yeah. file. So, like, half of it is like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's super good. Man, I, I kind of want to put, like, a, a, a Death Watch uh, reference in, like, an Eldar statement or something like that. <laughs> like. So, can I just say, no joke, so so okay. today we're talking about Death Card. You know, oh, not Death Watch? No, uh, no, no, wrong one. Shit. I know. <laughs> Quick, pause the recording so we can go study. Uh, Goddamn um, autocorrect. <laughs> after, so I read, up, I read up a bunch on them, like, today and, and yesterday a little bit. Uh, uh, I now really want an army of fallen. That, that, that was my takeaway from my research. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know this, like, third-party thing that's very barely yeah. involved mm-hmm. with it? Yeah. yeah. You should do those guys. They're pretty awesome. So, okay. Um, I guess maybe we should... Uh, let's let's talk about what we what we've been up to first. And, yeah, because uh, no, I just want to jump in and be like, like, "Hey, yeah, I really like Fallen now." <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ted, well, what have you been up to? Um, got some uh, sh- uh, played a whole bunch of Shadow War last weekend. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, we we set up a, a table and we had like a special mission. Um, but I think that we found that it was like way too one sided. Like it was this. It was a. I don't think it was originally a, a, um, a Shadow Wars mission. No, no, no. I take it back. It was Kill Team. That's oh, right. Okay. I think we did. Okay. I, I did uh, Shadow Wars first, and then another friend of mine came over, and we did like a series of Kill Team games. But I think like one of them was like it was kind of weird. He had it. So the idea was that um, the orcs were gonna uh, uh, go in. They had to protect all these slaves, and then chaos, or, uh, um, space marines were supposed to come in and like rescue the slaves. Yeah, but yeah. one of the options was the orcs could kill the slaves. And the orcs could set up wherever they wanted to. Um, so I just set up my orcs, like, right next to all the slaves. And then they just instantly murdered all the slaves, right? Yeah, so I got first <laughs> turned, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. I right, win. All but two are dead. What? And you got a foot slog over to them. Okay, they're all dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and that's, like, bal- mission balance is, like, the yeah. hardest damn thing to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, because, like, um, me and Phil are doing a Shadow Wars campaign. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw your assassin one. I'm just... 
curb stomping him like mm. the whole time. So I'm like, okay, let's uh, ignore the Promethean points. Uh, we're gonna make up submissions to even it at the end. But it's hard getting that balance right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you get a creative idea, and then it's. Like, <laughs> I, but I, I think that's. I mean, maybe that's why. Like you have so many uh, uh, narrative missions that just go. You know, like they're they're not designed for that. Like they're kind of designed for like that an outcome. You know. Yeah. Because um, I think, like you know, looking back at like the Red Wa and stuff like that, you know, and like some others, and like for us, like the mission, the uh, the campaign that we're in, because it was part of our campaign. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's kind of a, in a way there's like a predestined thing, but there's wiggle room depending on who wins, and like it, it can adjust your characters and stuff like that. But so is, it, like, is it kind of like wiggle room? Definitely not balanced. <laughs> I was gonna say like when you say wiggle room, is it is it like you know when my wife says that I can wear whatever I want as long as it's the blue shirt or the red shirt? Yes. It's still <laughs> going to be a shirt. Uh, I get very minor choices to what kind of shirt. Right. You she, get the illusion of a choice, yeah. though. That's the big thing. She stacked the deck by throwing out half your shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you come down wearing the blue one, she's like, no, no. <laughs> right. See, he just paid you a huge compliment. He thinks you actually own four shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and none Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah. And I picked up one of those four just like a month or so ago. Yeah. 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 And we're actually both yeah. wearing, uh, we're both rocking our NGC 40K t-shirts, <laughs> which we both own multiple. Multiple mob did, rules T-shirts. Did, did, did you? But pick man, it? Peter, you, you the, whatever you do for your shirts, this material is comfy. Yeah. Holy cow! Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to find that distributor. <laughs> yeah. So I have to ask: Did you get yours off the floor too, or was it? No, no, no. Head? Mine was a uh, uh, as it's a uh, happily married man. Mine was laundered and hung. Oh, okay. As is tradition. I have to say, like, I think this is the longest one of my shirts has gone without getting paint on it. So I know. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I was just assumed you didn't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I put on our mob rule shirts when I'm like time to paint. <laughs> I, f- I felt so bad because I think you bought me like that one gray uh, mob rule shirt, and then you I had it a day. Yeah, I spilled <laughs> some null oil on it. Like, fuck. Okay, Ooh, as is tradition. <laughs> like, I could go ahead and sport this with like null oil on it, and everybody's just going to think that it's like pizza stains. Wait, did, or... did you add a bunch more stains to balance out the null oil stains? <laughs> Maybe. Did you highlight yourself? <laughs> was it one yeah. thin coat or two thin coats? <laughs> the, the null oil was the thin coat. <laughs> like, so crap, thin. Go. <laughs> so you played. A, yeah. So you played a bunch so more uh, against your campaign. How yeah, was yeah. the campaign going? Um, I haven't been as involved because I think like we had all the big uh, birthday bashes for yeah. uh, everybody, um, and then kind of like working on the house and stuff. So I've been uh, dealing with that. So because I do find um, like with campaigns, everyone's like everyone's like. <laughs> gung-ho at the start like yeah, yeah let's go let's get going and then by like week four it's like week two oh, is yeah. week two week is two. when it died oh, off okay. for me because we've got uh josh neal is bringing tyranids which one is yours um i'm doing the one down at tier one i'm playing the uh iron warriors obviously what, what is it a what is it though i know there it was advertised like right about the same it's time a shadow war right was, yeah it's a shadow oh, okay. it's a That's shadow right. war so campaign it's a campaign it's, or a league or it's a campaign it's oh, okay. campaign slash league like, okay one game will count towards the league, but yeah. every game is counting towards the campaign. Oh, okay. And there was a – we actually just wrapped it up. We did, like, a whole best painted, like, the whole nine uh-huh. yards. But Tyranid Warriors and Harlequins are hard to kill <laughs> when you only have a bunch of uh, oofs and, like, one boy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I was not doing so hot. I actually swapped over to my Iron Warriors on week two. Because week one, I want to do just, like, a horde of boys. Yeah, I remember we talked about that, and yeah. I gave you a oh. horde of boys to use in the Shadow oh, wow. Wars. Yes, too. And, and they all died horribly. Uh. <laughs> it's like there was, there was nothing I could do. Like, I, I would run up against a Harlequin with, like, four boys, and the Harlequin yeah. would turn around and kill four boys. And it was just like, oh, 
I, I feel yeah, dude, <laughs> four boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harlequins are no joke. Well, anything can kill four boys. <laughs> you, you would think in Shadow War they'd be a little bit better. Okay, all <laughs> but right. All this right. just wasn't the case. What are what are the points like? I mean, what was a uh, Harlequin versus Orc? Um, Leia. I mean, how many guys did you bring? How many did they bring? He brought three to my sixteen. Oh wow, you were yeah. playing like a horde army. Oh yeah. Just... Oh, oh totally. Yeah, he went no guns, just straight up boys. No, wow. every, every, everybody had a shank and that was about it. Oh wow. <laughs> the boss had like armor and a power okay. claw, you know, like the so, good setup. Did, did Everyone start... else was prison rules. <laughs> <laughs> so did you start off with sixteen or did you start off I started with... off with sixteen. Really? Damn. You must I lost have uh, I lost five guys in that first oh, game. Okay. Like five guys just dead. So yeah. After that, everyone was like, okay, yeah, you can switch to your Iron Warriors. And I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> Six so, Chaos Space Marines with Mark yeah, and Nurgle yeah. and Bolters. Come at me. <laughs> Did, <laughs> were you running your guys as fast as you could? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was the aggressor in every mission I played. Oh, okay. But it just did not matter because mm-hmm. I went up against Harlequins, yeah. and then I went up against Tyranid Warriors, oh, okay. and then I went up against Grey Knights. Oh. And I was sitting there. I was just like, I'm, I'm okay. Here we, we go. Wow. <laughs> You just need to get like, super lucky with your dice rolls like I got against you when I had... Oh, yeah, when you had the four lowly, scouts go uh, against the Terminator. A neophyte scout yeah. took down a Terminator <laughs> without any weapon modifiers. Oh, yeah. dude. Is. So, I, I played against Tau, like, last weekend, and mm-hmm. I think, like, that was kind of, like, a sad thing. You know, like, we... I think, like, going up against, like, the uh, space range, you know, like, where you can get, like, a red dot laser sights and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, you could actually hit something. And, like, it was really kind of interesting to see that, like, Tau being the shooty army, like, you can't... In- prove your ballistic skill you can't you know like if, if an orc runs you're hitting on fives yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's rough and your guns are super short range too compared oh, yeah. to like everybody else's they're oh. super lethal at short range but oh, there's yeah. no way you want to be that close to someone else if you're tau yeah no. you don't want to slap fight with anything oh it, it was so sad <laughs> like <laughs> fell apart and he was like i'm not playing tau in shadow wars ever again oh <laughs> that's sad do we go yeah. to drone patrol just nothing but drones right you can do that uh you can get pretty close to that i think like half of your you can have three drones half of your models are like the low level guys yeah. and then the other half are like the higher level yeah, guys yeah just keep so. on adding drones drone mm-hmm. life those drones yeah. are good too like the only problem is that they are like just one model and if you lose that one model you've lost like half your guns oh well, that's too bad. I feel I feel like you know the Tau and Shadow Wars but their drones are kind of like um drone enthusiasts in real life <laughs> where you know they go to the park yeah they, they're awesome yeah. for the first like 20 minutes but then the second one of them has to charge you're just like oh <laughs> yeah that's right i didn't buy my third battery <laughs> i remember like those guys were cool like back in the day like they were the they were the shock like the the hand-to-hand specialist of the tau army because they actually had initiative four yeah, yeah. initiative <laughs> like... four strength four toughness four yeah. i don't know how many times i've lost a like a nurgle marine or something to a headbutt from a tau gun <laughs> yeah, drone like... Like... i said like a roomba hitting a wall oh, yeah. just like boop, boop. I, I, I figured it was like odd job from like <laughs> James oh, Bond. Totally spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little razor edge <laughs> oh man have you uh have you painted anything that isn't a house uh <laughs> um i think I, I was working on the ard boys and like that's been taken a bit you know like because you I'm do like them. to get super custom with your orcs <laughs> yeah. I, i'm down to like i think five or six guys left before they're done for a 30-man unit and like unfortunately most of them were painted about 10 years ago or so <laughs> so like i'm cheating but i'm starting to go back and like uh, all my knobs i'm putting like the uh, the 32 mil rings on them oh, so yeah, i'm starting yeah, to upgrade yeah. some of those guys and 
Um, and then I, uh, I, I think I, I ended up clearing off my desk, like taking anything that was paint related and putting it away, putting it in a box. So now it's just going to be like customs. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I want to get into, get back into plastic art. Cause I remember like that was, you know, like doing mods. That was my love. Like painting. It mm-hmm. was just like, I learned how to paint just so I can make like my plastic card look good. <laughs> like, <laughs> otherwise like, Hey, look at this really cool thing I did. Imagine it looking nicer. <laughs> you know, like, Hey, it's like my entire army. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think like, I'm going to start doing that. I also had a commission that I've been sitting on for a little bit. That was like, uh, um, this guy wanted me to do a Derrido. Um, I posted on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but it was like a, it was a Derrido, but he wanted it. He got the arms and the missile pod, uh, for it. But then he wanted me to take the metal, uh, dreadnought, like the old school metal dreadnought, um, and like modernize it. And he started to build some feet, um, uh, that were kind of like, Oh God, there was like a, a, uh, a armor suit, was like NG something or other from riffs. Um, Anyway. Oh, huh. Like, a, yeah. this is a Kickstarter, right? Uh, I, it, well, I, I don't know if it's a Kickstarter. The one he was showing me was from the uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I think they've kept a lot of their stuff kind of the same. So, uh, so he kind of showed me that and wanted me to do something kind of in that vein. Kind of meet that meets, like, the Rifleman from Robotech. Mm, uh, okay. Yeah. How's that going? Um, well, mm. it, it's not too bad, actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of magnets. I'm doing a lot of plastic hard work. Mm. Uh, and actually, I'm really glad I kind of waited a little bit because I think the uh, um, the new Dreadnought, the Primaris Redemptor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I think I'm going to pattern the sarcophagus a little bit after the sarcophagus and that. So it's going to be like the extra armor over the sarcophagus to yeah. kind of... Because you know what the Dreadnoughts really needed was that little neck guard to stop you from <laughs> getting into that eye socket. That's, that's where yeah. the extra wounds come from. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, I will... <sighs> I don't know if it's the picture. I look at your, you know, at BC40 Twitter right now. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of looks ever. The, the old dreadnought hasn't super aged well with yeah. the rest of the range. Okay, so real quick, I just want to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, like go, that go. model is way preliminary, and all I'm doing is like showing that those arms are going to go on something that looks something like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so like I look at this and it seems like you yeah. know. Do you remember? I I'm think not even going to use those legs. Okay, because like remember the yeah. movie uh, Hot Shots where he like loads himself up with all these guns and then he's just oh, like yeah. one tiny guy with massive massive guns. Uh-huh. That's what it looks like. I was like ah like oh. yeah, but no no. I mean I, I'm sure it'll end up rad. Yeah. But when I see this, I'm like. Those are really over. Like, my, it just makes me remember how old the old dreadnoughts oh, are, or how small the old dreadnoughts are. Oh yeah, the thing is teeny. Yeah, and like putting it together, like I was really, you know, like I'm shaving into metal and like big chunky metal, and I'm like, man, this is a blast from the past. I haven't had to do this in years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, plastics ruining skills. It is. I just like remember, like man, this stuff is a lot softer than I recall. Like, I used to cut through a lot of it with like an exacto knife. Oh, and uh, uh, my bloody fingers. I yeah. was about to say, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a recipe for stabbing yourself. Oh, yeah. There. <laughs> All the scars. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I got the uh, some of the plastic card built up in the back, and then there's going to be, you know, it's going to be magnetized, so you can do, like, the plasma cannonade and then the, um, yeah. the auto yeah. cannons. What are you doing for the legs? Um, so that one's going to be, it, it's it's uh, copper and brass, or brass and steel tubes. Oh, wow. Uh, and then I'm going to full hardcore in oh, that, dude. huh? Well, I mean, it's a metal upper torso, so I was thinking originally, like, oh, I'll just do some plastic car, and it's going to fall apart. the legs, like, <laughs> yeah. kind of bend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a nice warm day, snap. <laughs> so, so we'll see. I, I, I wasn't actually, that's part of the reason, like, I kind of, like, held off on it. It was like, God, I, I don't want to have to learn how to do metal. I'm not excited about metal smithing. 
Uh, so, but now it's well. Right. Now you can make jewelry, so it's all worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just has to weigh, you know, half an ounce and be made out of pewter. So, oh, <laughs> I'd probably make it a lot easier, huh? Would, wouldn't it? <laughs> make it out of plastic art, then mold it, <laughs> make it out of pewter. Oh my god! Don't, don't turn your garage into a forge. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. was like a thing for a while, wasn't it? Like, yeah. it seemed like everybody had a forge, just yeah. making knives and stuff. Yeah, no. Well, it's also like casting their own stuff. Like oh, before yeah. the day where you had like the the, oh. the, the epoxy and the resin, you know, mm-hmm. people like pressing the little figure in there yeah, and then get, get pouring a in clay mold of the actual model. Metal. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Everything like kind of came out looking like it was forged out of toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. really soft. <laughs> yeah, but when it was done right, you yeah. were just like, oh wow, GWS really stepped up their production. It's like, nah, man, did that in my backyard. So. Yeah, I saved money on this three dollar uh, lead miniature by. Making uh, molten metal <laughs> yeah. clay in a bowl. Yeah, you, you need to see my uh, forge setup. It only cost me you know, a few grand. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't have to pay those inflated GW prices yeah. in 1996. I can make my own wood nails whenever I need. Wow! <laughs> so I want to see somebody like make that out of or make a, a little Thunderhawk, like reforge a Thunderhawk and rolling. You know, computer. when I was a kid, I really wanted that old metal Thunderhawk. Oh yeah, like but like I, I seem to remember in the White Dwarf article where mm. they showed that they made it and they came out. Uh, and it was like limited to a thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think they specifically oh, yeah. said in the article how difficult it was to assemble. Oh, like okay. they essentially spent half of the article heralding its release and also saying, "Please don't buy this. <laughs> this is always <laughs> awful. Put this is not for everyone. Yeah, like, this really was, is not. <laughs> yeah, if any, if you don't remember it or you're too young, if you Google um, lead Thunderhawk. Yeah. Um, it comes. It came in a beautiful display case. It was like a cigar box. It was too. like a cigar yeah. box. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Bosco's had one for a long time, and rumor has it they have they still have it somewhere. But you know, I, uh, I was I was uh, cleaning out the safe at work today. Yeah, uh, no, literally. and you found the pewter thunder. No, 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 literally. <laughs> but they, they have gift cards. You know, okay, uh, that cost two hundred dollars. What? Uh, and it costs one hundred and fifty for the card because it's a gold card. What? Oh wow! Oh yeah, baller, yeah, yeah. Dude. baller. So you gonna trade that in for? A... Uh, no, I'm <laughs> not gonna spend one hundred and fifty dollars on a <laughs> tiny card. Well, I'll spend that on a miniature, but okay. not a tiny little card. Uh, <laughs> that's an aside. Um, so yeah, so you, yeah. so you have your commission yeah, yeah. Uh, on the we'll go. See. You seem you seem be pretty heads about it. Yeah, like you, you get to a point where I think you get the stuff, you hear the project. Oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's just in the back burner. And then when you start it, it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this and this. And plus card here and magnets here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, you getting to that point is tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's like something new, you know, yeah. like something that you're not like too comfortable with. Like, it's weird. Like, I found that painting is more relaxing than like this, than modeling, which I enjoy a lot more. You know, it's like at least when you have like a model, you're like, all right, well, this part's red. This part's blue. This part, da, 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 and everything's like predefined. and. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, I have to use my creativity again? <laughs> what, what is that like? You suck life. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So. Rad. Yeah, Sterling, what have you yeah, been up to? Yeah, what you been doing? Uh, considering the last time I was on was like, what, six, seven months ago or something? Yeah. So what have you been so doing for the last six so, yeah. months? And I <laughs> it's need been quite precise a bit. details. Precise details, Yo, please. Two minutes. Uh, 37 <laughs> cultists, uh, 24 tiered. It. No. Um, <laughs> I, I actually have, like, I finally finished my Iron Warriors to the point where I don't really need to add anything else. Uh-huh. Um, and with the new edition coming out, I'm just not going to finish building any of the things that I have sitting in boxes, which oh, I have smart. like, I have like yeah. Raptors and things sitting in the boxes. Cause I was going to do a, uh, a sons of Kerr's, um, like attack Raptor talent sword deal. So okay. it was like 45 Raptors that oh. I ended up oh, just, shoot, yeah. well, cause no one ever buys a Raptor. You know? yeah. When was the last time you saw a Raptor kit? 
Uh, uh, obviously not at your house where there's yeah. nine of them. <laughs> clearly, clearly now. Um, so I've got all those sitting off to the side, and I figure I'm going to do like a cool Steel Brethren uh, color uh-huh. scheme on all those. They're like a sub-faction of the Iron Warriors. Yeah, They're okay. all like like bright steel, all burnish and everything, with like one black shoulder guard, and then all their details are like picked out in Mephiston red. So it looks oh, really cool. They're nice. supposed to be like the Orbital Shock Troop guys. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's going to be the next edition of that. So while I'm waiting for 8th edition to drop for those guys, okay. I restarted my old uh, Orc Luda army. Nice. Wow. Um, I'm up to 1850 of that right now. So, so. What's, the, oh. what's the Orc Luda army? Like? Uh, so it was the Death Skulls. Okay. Is like their whole thing is that yeah. they love the color blue. They mm-hmm. are where Ludas originally came from. Yeah. And they're all about just like ramshackle vehicles and everything. So what so. are you doing with your army list? So the big thing I'm doing with that army list is I'm going to be running mostly mechs. I've okay. got I got like the one war boss from uh, Sanctus Reach, mm-hmm. um, just because that ripsaw power claw bit is so good. it looks so yeah. good and rules wise it looks good. So I've got and him. The model's super rad too. It's a yeah. little larger and, than a regular war boss, and like okay. it's mono pose, so it went together in like three minutes. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. super fast, and it doesn't look bad for being a mono pose model, which is one of the things I usually have problems with them is like they you get locked in that one pose. I feel like the majority of the clan packs that have come out the past couple of years are monopose now and that's kind of more yeah. what they're going to for yeah. the characters. Yeah, which I'm okay with because every orc player for the longest time had like three copies of the Black Reach um, oh, yeah. war boss. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, you, I, I probably I, have like five of that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I, that's your war boss, isn't it? Yep, yep. Uh, where's your mechs? Oh, well, I, so I had to kit bash those because they don't make a kit for them yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so I'm thinking that I will go the old school way because uh, when I was in college, I did a lot of commission Stompa building. Okay. So I think I want to make like a Stompa dread mob kind of herd, Ooh. but have everything be kind of salvaged off of, you know, salvaged off of Hellbrutes and Wraith Knights and Dreadnoughts and just go for that like cobbled together sort of look for the mm-hmm. army. Um, I think it would be kind of cool to see a Hellbrew fused to the side of it, like flailing out wildly, <laughs> like super mad that it's now part of a Stompa. Oh, yeah. But it can't actually do anything about it because it's welded in there tight. I once oh, I yeah. once had a Stompa that had the, the old APOC Wrecking Ball, the one that like removed terrain and everything. It was the <laughs> jankiest uh-huh. weapon ever. Um, like you rolled 2d6 every time you used it. Uh-huh. And it was a Wrecking Ball that just hung off your model. Was that in the APOC? Yeah, it was? it was in the APOC. I don't remember that. So you would measure from where the ball was. Uh-huh. So I had like a whole crane gantry thing that I think was like a Lego kit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had like where is this model? Up a bit. Did you sell it? Um, yeah, no, I sold that. I sold that sucker years ago. Oh, um, bummer! But it it had a hellbrute that had a chain wrapped around its leg. Oh wow! And that was my wrecking ball. So it was relatively recent, but it, not well. No, this would have been back in 2011. So I say Hellbrew. It was a Chaos Dreadnought. Oh, okay, I think right, right. It was actually one of the old Night Lords ones where it had like the wing kind of flail arm oh, and everything God. on it too. So <laughs> what was that thing? It was yeah, <laughs> but that that model was so much fun and it was great yeah. explaining the rules to people. It's like, oh no, I rolled double ones. Oh, okay, what happens on double ones? Oh, I hit myself with the wrecking ball, <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the stomp. Oh. So I've got that going. Um, I'm wrapping up my Tyranids, like finishing painting all of them. Yeah. Um, I've got a Carnifex herd. Uh, it's uh, seven Carnifex and a Stonecrusher Carnifex strong right now. Yeah. I've got a Hierophant that I traded John for. Okay. Um, traded a buttload of Tau and like 
towel vehicles. Oh, that's right. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where like I thought about after I did the trade, I'm like, I'm never going to do a towel army. Yeah. And then yeah. you were like, Hey Ted, <laughs> yeah. Ted, put some towel. Want to trade for some towel? <laughs> Ted's like, Go I'm away. never going to do a towel army. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I came out ahead. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, you did. So yeah, so I, that's all good to go. I'm doing like a blue skin. Uh, Blue blue flesh tones, like purple muscle, and the carapace, I'm, like, actually color-coding all the units. Oh, nice. This is your turnids, right? This is my turnids, okay. yeah. And uh, so they're, they're going to be done as soon as I get back, because I'm leaving for Louisiana sometime this week. I'll be gone for the month and not yeah. able to do anything except sit at my phone and watch while you all play 8th edition. So, yeah, it's just like what happened last year. <laughs> so you can't take any hobby stuff? No. no. Oh, oh, really? No, it's yeah. it's a it is a month long like war game. Like I get to go liberate the citizens of Atropia one more time before oh, okay. I get out of the army. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, so you have your yeah you're you're getting out. Oh yeah, I'm getting out. I I leave the army in like 315 days or something. Damn, like that. and 17 yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, he literally has it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna check my phone right now to double check the seconds and the hours, but okay. yeah, but you got it. it. But there's it, that point is there... <laughs> there is an app for that there's a website for that for the getting out of the army oh yeah <laughs> sterling gets out.com damn yep yeah, so i'm taking donations uh <laughs> <laughs> um so let's see i've got the orcs got the nids um and oh i restarted that like god-awful renegade infantry spam army that mm. i played last year at states oh it was oh, it cool. was it after uh, was it after you read that in the new rules that i have a flyer base can't sit, fit it does not sit and i guess destroyed again oh that yeah what? that that was the that, original... that's back in the rules so <laughs> did they get rid of the wobbly model syndrome or is that... yes so for, for a new 40k for so flyers. for 8th oh, edition flying tragic. flying is not like oh you're up in the air flying is a different move value Okay. So, like, the Heldrick's got, like, a move value of 30 when it's flying. Mm. Or you can walk it around, and it moves 10 inches, and you can box people with the Heldrick, which I'm excited uh, to try. <laughs> <laughs> Holy blast. That's kind of a bummer to hear that they're getting rid of flyers and such. But. Yeah, but it was one of those things that, like, it, flyers are a lot like knights. If you were not using them, you had to bring things to stop them. Yeah. And, yeah. like, up, in, up here in this meta, we're, like, not a lot of people bring flyers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm one of the only people right. who brings, like, consistent anti-air, and yeah. that's, like, Tank Hunter Havocs on a quad gun. Yeah, I okay. hated playing you when I was doing my seven flyer list. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <It's awful. laughs> oh wow. It's like, and dead. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so... I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that, like, going yeah. back to the way it was, where now everything is 2D again. Like, everyone's yeah. on the same playing field. So, oh, so what are they going to do with, like, all the, the anti-air guns, then? Like, under the anti-air units, like the Stalker, the... Uh, uh, they, they just changed up their guns a little bit. So they just yeah. don't have Skyfire and they yeah. can fire at anything? Mm-hmm. Well, all Skyfire really was was, oh, you shoot at flyers, skimmers, flying monsters, creatures, gliding yeah. monsters, creatures... As normal, everything yeah. else you still right. shoot at. So it's, I think flying right now, I I'd have to double check the rules that've been released, but I think it's only like a minus one to hit, in addition uh, to anything else. Yeah, okay. So, well, it's not terrible. No, it's not that's... bad. You're still gonna do it. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. There's no reason not to. Yeah. Like I want to point out, you know, Demon Prince no wings, one point increase. Demon Prince oh. with wings, fifteen points off its old value. What? Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. flying <laughs> isn't as good right. anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you also played in the the big state tournament last weekend as yes, well. Yes, I right? did. I did with and your iron hands. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Keep, keep oh. that up. See what happens. See what happens. Is that your count as Iron Hands? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. There was there was one army there that was so count as that it drove me insane. Oh, but, I think no, I heard about this one. I, I brought my really nicely painted, well-themed Iron Warriors army. Yeah. And you I put did. it against Galvatron and the Voltron doll. <gasps> just, what? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I was just no, no, no. So my, my like, tournament was actually pretty fun. Like, the first two days... Um, I went up against Chaos Demons, and then I went after the Counts As Army of the Century. Oh. Um, and I was second in the rankings going into day two, and I played against Milo, and I had stayed up all night the uh, the night previous, like just getting hammered and eating pie. Oh. <laughs> and the I, dream right there. I misplaced my uh, my objective for that mission a half inch out of my bunker holding objective secured havocs and so he was able to take it from me and instead of it being an 11 to 7 victory my way it was a 13 7 his way oh tragic dude yeah and then then that paired me down to uh go up against uh eric eric rickards who came down with Mm -hmm. the uh the flyrant just spam list and he seized on me and that's what lost me the game because when you're playing against yeah the tyranids or any kind of flying (laughs) monster creature if you don't have turn one yeah, then, it's, there's yeah, nothing you can do. Good luck hitting. I mean, granted, I managed to kill... Just seven things. I managed to kill two of them. Um, and his warlord was down to one wound, but he straight up tabled me. I did probably what everyone is considering the best play of the game. I heard the about entire it. Tournament. Well, yeah, it. Oh, really? So, all right, fun fact. You land a creature on a building that's not occupied. What happens? Oh. It sits there. No, the, no, that the building, building becomes part of the oh, right. enemy. Right. The enemy army. Okay, so he flew. And this a, is a building with like fortifications, or I mean, yeah, weapons it was a, it was a fortification. Like um, okay. It was my void shield generator. Okay, so he flew a hive tyrant onto mm-hmm. the void shield generator, and uh, so I had kill kill a unit and kill a unit, and he had hidden everything from me. The hive tyrants are just messing up my little fortification. It was a bad. Oh. It was bad for me. Like I had lost my corn demon prince turn one. Uh-huh. Like, my warlord in the bunker had been crushed. Yeah. It was. It was bad. So as soon as he lands on it, it was like, okay, I get to use a rule that probably never gets brought up, and it's iron warriors and their <gasps> anti fortification hate. Oh, that's right. So I turn. Oh gosh. I've got two squads left. Uh-huh. Um, so I turn one squad with a melt-a-gun guy, and he fires at the fortification. Yeah. Um, I'm able to hit. I have re-rolls all day because I'm, yeah. like, in melter range. And I had to sit there. It's like, okay, so now I have to explain what happens next. If I roll well enough, like a four or more, that guy is just removed because the Void Shield Generator is impassable terrain. Oh. So, and if you cannot get out of impassable terrain when the bunker comes down, you're removed. You're removed from play. Okay. Um, so we had called the judge over and everything to like verify it was all kosher. I didn't end up doing that, but what I did do, and this was probably even better, yeah. I shoot the void shield generator. It blows up. His guy is sitting on the battlements, so he takes six d six strength six hits. And I'm able to ground it's the damage of the beast. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm able to ground the hive tyrant, charge it with another unit, and one guy gets one crack grenade off against the hive tyrant oh. and kills it. So 
And that was my like that was my going away like present for seventh edition. Right uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't be able to do that again. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay with that though. <laughs> that yeah. was it was janky, but it was so much fun. I was just you know, in there, it's like, oh yeah, killed my own model for a point. <laughs> Eric is Eric is a super super good player. Yeah, and he's played his Tyranids mm. for years. Uh, and that guy knows that army inside. Does out. he have another yeah. army? Uh, really he has he Gene Stealer cult. He has Gene oh, okay. Stealers and he has Word Bearers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, super good player. Uh, super fun to play against as well. Yeah, yeah great guy. I was got a good game. But yeah, that was that was that whole deal. But so so the nightmare army. Mm. Um, so we had a guy show up from Fairbanks, uh, Jason Ryder, great guy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't own any of the rule books. He's one of those guys who goes just off Battlescribe. And he got he he's in the he, top four. He was the third, right? He was third. Yeah, he took third. Um, okay. Because essentially, what happened was he took a combined arms attachment of space marines okay with Gulliman as their war to lord lord okay. of lord of war okay uh then he had an allied detachment of mechanicus mm-hmm. took call and a bunch of cataphrons nice and then he had inquisitorial detachment and took a bunch of inquisitors including like codias and like some xenos dude with conversion beamer which yeah. i didn't even know was an option for them that's oh like, yeah yeah that's okay. really cool it's rad right why don't people do that more and then i had to remind him why people don't do that more during the game because yeah we start off and i land a dread claw in his backfield and i say okay my guys are hate your dread claw <laughs> everyone everyone has a new respect for that model no respect just straight out hate so i land it down right next to his uh his rhino in the backfield and okay. it kills the rhino because yeah. it does this whole little like blast whenever it lands, and strength six always hang on the weakest armor facing. Oh, for D6 right. Which, to be fair, I'll draw pouch. You do. Oh, <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And if they cost a hundred points now, maybe they do. Yeah. But um, oh well, they can't get within nine inches of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so I land the dread claw there. He does the whole. Inquisitor Cody has, I've been expecting you, <laughs> uh-huh. and turns seven grav cataphrons around to just nuke the Dreadclaw. Mm-hmm. I imagine they make like the beep, just like backup truck sounds. And so he kills the Dreadclaw, which I was fine with because yeah. I had told him, it's like, hey, they're not getting out of the Dreadclaw. So as soon as he wrecks the Dreadclaw, we're out of the movement phase. Interceptor fire's done, but my guys are now standing out in the open. Okay. Oh, dude, that's stinky. Yeah, it's it's something people don't think about. So the Dreadclaw is not a normal drop pod. It you doesn't say you out. have to get out. Right. So you land it next to something it's, with it's, interceptor. It's a flyer, right? So you can pick people up. Yeah, you can run around. You can shuttle bus people around. Yeah. It's a skimmer. It, it oh, does, skimmer. Okay. It does it all. It's a skimmer and a flyer. Okay, that's so what I thought. It just can't be a flyer on the turn it comes in. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, I did that multiple times that tournament where someone's like, oh, yeah, I've got interceptor on this guy. It's like, cool. I'm going to land the them target here. For you. Yeah. It's only got three hull points. Go ahead, shoot at it. Oh, no, you wrecked it. Now my sorcerer and Melted Chosen will get out, and you can't target them. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's, it's a dirty, dirty trick, but it's so good when you pull it off. So How many points is that? It's 100 points for a Dreadclaw. Okay. I mean... It's higher, but... It's higher, but in like the last few months, it was part of the Warband, because it's dedicated transport for the Chosen and the Marines and the Havocs and the Hellbrute. Nice. So it's objective secured flyer for a hundred points. Okay, which is awesome. Getting um, those old Necron tactics back in. There. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, anyways, we we get to his turn, and he's turned uh, around, and he's getting ready to shoot me, and he's like, "Okay," and I'm going to use Hunter's Eye, so I'm ignoring cover. It's like, "Oh, you're uh, so." This is where we get into the whole confusion of it. His entire army is painted as salamanders. Oh, okay. 
Guleman is actually the Forge World Vulcan model. Yeah. Call Wait, is what? Call so can, is not call. Call is just a Majos on the Majos base, so wrong base and everything. Um, he's got an inquisitor. And like half the size, right? Oh yeah, he is tiny by yeah. comparison. He is just because Call's huge. Yeah, he is super small compared to Call. Like you could easily hide several Majos behind Call, oh, okay. but this Majos could hide behind all the Catafrons because his base was smaller than them, so it was easier to manipulate where everything was. Oh, and he had uh, the. Grey Knight uh, character from oh, okay. Fall. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave. Steve. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah, Dave the Grey Knight. Um, yeah, he's good. So I'm sitting there. It's just or like, is it Tim? I'm doing You the... shall not pass. <laughs> 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 I, I, Ted, I need you to art me a, a <laughs> Tim the Enchanter Grey Knight. <laughs> I don't know. That, that like headpiece. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just on the Grey Knight. So... I, I figured out, it's like, so where are all your points at? Because uh-huh. he had seven cataphrons, which are not crazy expensive. They're like right. 50 points a model. Call, who's 200. Mm-hmm. Gulliman, who's like just shy of five. Right. Then you have a Grey Knight character, 200. You have a White Scars um, Master of the Forge on a bike with Conversion Beamer and Hunter's Eye, apparently. Okay. Isn't that a White Scar relic? It is a White Scar relic. So everything was painted up as salamanders but he was running white scar chapter tactics okay because gulliman can be included yeah yeah for sure but he any doesn't army get of any of his bonuses if you're not using him as the Ultramarine. warlord and taking ultramarines yeah. right so he just took him as like a a cheap knight that he could hide behind cover sure um that died like a chump to last cannons on <laughs> oh, wow um <laughs> hey you don't mess with my havocs he's, Bobby he, G. He, he's stuck him in cover oh yeah why i don't know he well, has an amazing save, regardless. As, as, isn't the whole point of Bobby uh, G to be, like, a great force multiplier for Ultramarines? Oh, yeah. And beat the crap right. out of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take so, their faces off. So he had all that, and that was one Death Star. Like, everything was interconnected. Everything was rolling around together. Mm-hmm. And then he had two minimum units of Tech Marines. One with a Rhino and a Las Cannon. One mm-hmm. with a Meltagun and a Drop Pod. Okay. So easy Was kill the Las Cannon actually a Bolter? It, it, thank God it was actually a Las <laughs> Cannon. It never fired at anything all game, though. Okay. <laughs> So pretty sure he forgot. So anyways, I asked for his list, and he pulls it out, and it's that god-awful battle scribe. Oh, that thing's uh, hard to like read. 75 pages. Yeah. yeah, and the thing was he had it all front and back, but the oh. way he had added all of his guys to the roster, like, Call would be on this page, and then four pages later on the back side would be the Cataphrons, and oh. in between are all the Marines, and it's just like, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> so I go looking through it, and I sit there, and it's like, okay, all right, yeah, you know, uh, you got a Tech Marine on a bike. Cool. Hunter's Eye. Cool. Shield Eternal. Wait. <laughs> Armor Indominus. Wait. <laughs> yeah, because you uh, can't mix, you, right? You cannot, you cannot take more than one relic on a character. Yeah. And he had seven relics on this one dude. And oh, then he had wow. the one no-name Inquisitor was rocking all the Inquisitorial relics. Wait, and they didn't, they didn't take his scores away? No. So it ended up being one of those things where by the time we had found out, it was... It was at this point where to redo the scoring would have seriously impacted things. Because we had oh, okay. we had an orc player who brought Stampa who lost terribly, 19-0 to zero in his first game. That's how this guy got paired up against me. Oh, okay. Because yeah. um, I curb stomped my demon opponent. 
And by the way, impossible rope, super fun to see that thing go off. <laughs> it never works for anyone I've ever seen using. No, I, I, that's the only way you kill the Zinch Prince. Is like okay, by no. their own impossible ropes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> no, no, you took a wound. You have to roll impossible rope. Oh, oh he's gone. But I don't uh, want to. <laughs> don't take the damn rope. <laughs> Too bad. Um, but so yeah, it's it was a whole big thing. We just decide that instead of like essentially harpooning his chances of ever placing high at this event yeah he would instead drop down to one relic per guy yeah which is oh, quite that's, a handicap that's a, yeah so that's a fairly good big points drop yeah. right there yeah he he was short like seven eight hundred points um, after that was said and done I mean, like grant he still had this giant adamantium will hitting on to stealth shrouded death star mm-hmm. you know for most of the games yeah um but i just sat there and i was like okay cool my knight's gonna plank a shot at you and then you're gonna shoot back at it and void you then <laughs> like <laughs> i i think i only lost the unit that i directly fed to him uh-huh. and my corn demon prince who was essentially in my list to be a torpedo that i just fired and forgot because uh-huh. not a lot can handle a uh, corn pedo Wait, no, that's something different. Uh, yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> that's just an angry man. Yeah, but it was just like seven weapon skill nine, strength nine attacks on the charge with armor bane. Uh, like he was just there if I went up against another knight, which I did not. I only that's weird. The yeah. only knight on the table every game was the one knight I brought. Wow, you dropped it down to one, huh? I dropped it down to one. I uh, so they usually run as two. Yep. Okay. I, I run. I run the double trouble brothers, and <laughs> so I decided that I was not going to be someone's bitch during the psychic phase for this tournament. Okay. So I dropped one night, took a corn demon prince, added a sorcerer, and uh-huh. added a bunch of upgrades everywhere else. Like I had an Icarus quad gun and all sorts of things for my bunker. Yeah. And it worked out like really, really well. It's just missing the placement of that one objective mm-hmm. screwed screwed, screwed me yeah. screwed me because going into the last round uh john miller the blood angels player up here he took the tournament yeah playing against my tau opponent my oh, okay and i'm fairly confident that you i could have beaten yeah. his deal because all he was really running was death company and a storm uh, raven death company storm raven fire raptor with the monster hunter legacy and two knights hmm so, and that was pretty much uh, the whole thing. I, 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 fought a knight. I, I, exactly. Horrible. I would have fought a knight, and I'm Iron Warriors. I don't mind fighting yeah. a knight. <laughs> and not to disparage Miller, who is, who is, you know, please don't listen. Well, he doesn't listen, so it's fine. He's good <laughs> yeah. at the game. Uh, that's just kind of the standard John Miller joint. He's been playing that list for, like, a little yeah. over a year now. Well, yeah. He, it, it, he's another one of those guys that has, like, one army, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He just, he just blood angels. knows that army yeah, inside now. He's got, like... 20,000 points of just Blood Angels, and now he's got some knights to help him out. Okay. And he refused to take two knights until he kept losing to me. Like the last like three tournaments we've met at, and I've had my double knights, he has lost. Oh, so, okay. So and then lo and behold, he shows up to state with uh, two knights. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh man. Neat. Rad. Yeah, so, what yeah. you been up to? Well, very sort of. I, I was thinking like very little, but then I was like kind of yeah. going through it in my head, and I was like, no, I kind of did a bit. Yeah, uh, I'm continuing my Shadow Wars campaign with Phil. Nice. Uh, we're recording some more tomorrow uh-huh. of, of that. Um, like I said earlier, I've been curb stomping him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if terrible dice rolls had a face, it would be oh, Phil God. during this campaign. It's, really, it's, it's been brutal. He does really well in tournaments. Then, yeah, it seems like if it's not a tournament, he loses his chance. Uh, um, so we're looking at it, and right now the score is I'm at like. 12 Prometheum and he's at two. Oh. I'm like, uh, we, you know, and it's 
you know, he's doing it for his YouTube channel, so like, I kind of want to make it interesting and not just kind of like, uh, hey, let's let's punch Phil into the ground again. Yeah. Well, now I know how the assassin game goes. Yeah. (laughs) So that was brutal. That assassin. I mean. Yeah, that's on my watch later queue right now. Yeah. By the way, I liked how you did the uh, the yellow shoulder pad on that yeah, guy. Yeah, just thank to throw you. Back yeah, to your an army. imperial fist assassin. Uh. <laughs> because I, you know, the <laughs> it should never happen. But <laughs> Beast Rises callback where oh, they yeah. murder all the imperial fists. Uh. Uh, um, so, so I, I, so is that cruel? Yeah, <laughs> beastly. Um, so I jumped in and I kind of I we we talked it over. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, screw Promethium. We're gonna forget about that. Okay. Uh, that's that's gone mm-hmm. now. Uh, and I kind of I designed a couple missions for the last thing. That's kind of what we're talking about earlier about how to make it balanced. Because we're sitting now with with Phil, who's replaced the same guy two missions in a row. Because with the, guy, the same guy, yeah. Well, no, like so a guy died, and he had to spend his money to replace him, and then that guy died. Oh shit! So he had to spend his money to replace him. Oh yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, so how do we make this fair? So what I've kind of done is, uh, okay. So what the story is kind of so far is like we found their base. Uh-huh. We sent the assassin in when we found their base. Okay. Uh, spoilers: the assassin brutally murdered everyone to the point where I <laughs> decided to leave rather than take the last two out of action <laughs> yeah. because I'm like I gotta think of the campaign, man. I can't just like oh, cripple yeah. his entire kill team. Um, so now we're like this is a safe zone for the planetary governor to pass through. Okay. So the the next game which we're going to be doing. I'm going to have a wrecked rhino in the center of the table. Mm. Uh, the planetary governor is going to be there. So I painted the planetary governor or just the, uh, it was the old metal um, Imperial guard, uh, Psyker. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it, it works as a planetary governor. You know, I give him purple robes and mm-hmm. red capes and stuff. Is it the one with his like handout or is it like the one holding just a staff standing there? Standing there oh, holding the, a staff. Uh, the old weird veins. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, and he looks, you know, regal and all that other Good. stuff. Um, Phil starts with his entire kill team plus uh, D2 gene stealers. Um, and his deployment zone is every table edge but one. Okay. Um, my guys have to start within three inches of the wreck transport in the center. Okay. Mm-hmm. My kill team consists of D6 guys of Phil's choice. So he can kind of, you know... This isn't a standard mission, is it? No, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 okay. I made this up to, to okay. kind of uh, continue narrative. Um, and then the other rule is... So I gave uh, the, the governor uh, a profile, just a standard guardsman profile pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just gave him less weapon skill and less uh, more leadership because uh, you know he's a planetary governor. He knows how to lead stuff. Sure. Uh, <laughs> all the and scouts suck if he bottles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all the scouts have to stay within two inches of him at all times. Okay. Because uh, obviously they're trying to protect him. Okay. Um, and then they have to escape off of the table edge that isn't a gene sealer deployment zone. I uh, suppose the, the the whole idea of the mission is that I lose. Uh, that's how I've tried to set it up. Oh, okay. Um, but hopefully not lose right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. I should be, be able to put up a good enough fight for a little bit. But if I don't lose and Phil rolls horribly again, then I'm going to have to completely rewrite mission six, mm-hmm. uh, which is when, you know, everyone goes back in to rescue the governor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that was kind of fun. So, so, is this one supposed to drop on Friday? No. Uh, or yesterday? I, <laughs> I don't know. I okay. honestly, I don't follow. I get like a message. Like, hey, it's, it's, you're tagged in a post. I'm like, oh, sweet. That's released. Uh, so I don't know when that's coming. But, the uh, assassin one dropped Friday. Friday. And I know that he didn't release one today because he was out at Kodiak last week. Well, I think the, the, like, the kill team storm or a shadow, that's on Friday. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, it so should, it's probably it should Friday. Be, should be Friday unless he has to like back... Uh, his backlog, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to kind of see how that goes because it's been a while since I've designed missions and stuff. And yeah. like waiting for eighth, I'm, I'm kind of done with seventh. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, it's kind of like Shadow Wars has been like a super nice uh-huh. kind of palate cleanser. It's, it's a good escape. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice way to remember. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what I hate about second. And, uh... <laughs> well, see, I don't. The only time There's... I've ever thought, man, I'm really glad second upgraded was when like I had a combat with like six different guys involved over multiple different turns you know uh, so like you know like when oh, it gets so super like five scouts against uh, one terminator right, and we because... sat there trying to figure out the oh. math for like an hour yeah that was like condition it was... no no this oh, was like was... a shadow wars okay, game so i had like five scouts all gang up on one terminator oh wow. okay so this guy charged in but this guy didn't but this guy's going to use a plus two but mm. this guy here and i kind of i'm gonna uh, and that's I, I don't really miss second then <laughs> for the most part, it's, it works really well at that Necromunda kind of small scale. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, so this is being a super nice power cleanser. Um, I'm also still fisting into eighth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I built three Imperial fist bikes. Um, I built, I, I sorry, I started painting the um, Sakaran Venator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, I prepped the regular Sakaran for painting as well. Adding some armor in there because I have so many guys. Have <laughs> you seen the new Sakarans that dropped yeah. at Forge okay. World's booth? So the I, missile launcher thing. I love the one Scorpius. that the, so the missile launcher one looks awesome, and it I really, awesome. I really hope I can take it in 30k because yeah. yeah. it gives me another barrage gun for my iron fire. But I don't like how the plasma I, one looks. I'm okay. Oh, the, the, plasma plasma the plasma one doesn't look awesome either. It kind of looks like you tried to rip off an executioner Lehman Rust turret. Whoa! Um, to that, me, but... the plasma barrels are way too long. Yeah. Um. So so kind of it just looks like you know looney tune style they've stretched a plasma gun yeah and they're about to let go um like <laughs> said, what i find with like 90 percent of the stuff i see from gw though is the first picture i see oh yeah. i don't like it yeah it looks and nothing it's, it's like just, the way you expect it. it's bad angle and all that other kind of mm-hmm. stuff but like like the the new primaris dreadnought that the, the go came out of warhammer fast yeah the more pictures i see of that the more i love it yeah. and the more like okay i need that in my life yeah. I think that, and I think hopefully that one will be the same way. I love the fact that the new Sakaran, the, 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 you know, a Sakaran and a whirlwind Scorpius had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks so rad. That's not my favorite one, though. My favorite one is the uh, the Punisher Gatling Cannon one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. looks so good. What, it's on a Sakaran? Yeah, yes. it's a giant minigun on top of a Sakaran with oh. the ammo belt and everything. They it released looks three amazing. Sakar- I've only seen one version yeah. of this thing. Yeah, they, they've released three <laughs> new variants of Sakarans. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, peeps love Sakarans. So, you know yeah. what we have to do now, John, is we've got to go in, I'll buy one Sakaran. They will send us two <laughs> others. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, packaging material. Yeah, uh, I still need to build that fire raptor. Oh, That's, I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the it. warp one. Let me yeah. use the. I'll, I'll put the warp one together for you. I, I can't afford to pay you to put together. You don't the have to pay one. me. <laughs> I'll do it. You're gonna film it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna keep the extra parts. Deal. Okay. All right. All right. I'm good with that. Okay. I feel um, like you haven't put together a fire raptor. There's not that many extra parts. I can do it. I, I put together right. a thunderhawk. It's essentially <laughs> yeah, okay. you get essentially a full uh, storm raven yeah, screw. Get, so so yeah, you get a bunch yeah. of extra. Oh, a bunch of extra panels. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. No, that seems okay. that seems fair. Yeah. Very fair to me. Not so fair to you. But uh, <laughs> if you need a second take of doing it, just let me know. I'll <laughs> you can keep Sterling's crew as well. Um, so yeah, it's been playing uh, Shadow Wars. Um, uh, getting some Imperial Fists ready to go. Putting it painted my planetary governor. Uh, okay. Oh god. Uh, and like I said, I just because I use kind of like a base like Psyker model, I just try to make it as fancy looking as possible mm. with color. Yeah. Okay. So there's like no silver on him, apart from maybe he's like gun hilt. Like everything is gold, and like his 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 jacket is like a very garish purple, and like his his um, shirt is like red, and just kind of get like those are kind of rich colors. The, that you the garish get. colors you would never yeah. see on a human. Yeah, oh, pretty okay. much. 
as I were, you know, blue. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's about literally all I've been up to. Holy cow! Oh, I Sweet. did check out um, on YouTube Twin Linked, which is a new YouTube podcast mm-hmm. oh. done by Dave, our, our, our friend from LVO. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Dave Singer, Dave okay. Singer, right, yeah. yeah, Dave Singer and Dave Other. I don't uh, know the other Dave's last name. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, but they do – remember what he was talking to us about, about doing like a, a recap roundup show? Yeah. Uh, for all the ITCs he was going to do regionally speaking. Yeah, regional. yeah. So so the West Coast one he's doing, and he's up to episode three right now. Nice. Um, that's why I was giving Sterling a hard time because on that podcast, he, he said that the best moment from the tournament was when the Iron Hands player blew up his own <laughs> uh, void shield generator. And yeah. I'm like – Wait a second! I heard that story, and it wasn't about it, Iron Hands. This happens. Yeah, no, that 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 did like rub me wrong a little <laughs> bit, just because I found out that right now I'm the number one Chaos Space Marine player in the West region right now for ITC. So, oh wow! Woo, and I'm in the it's uh, a golf clap, so I don't pop test levels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the in the top five for the whole ITC right now. So like that's dope. Even, yeah, it's rad. Yeah, it's nice going out of the edition. So you you're gonna, high up. You gonna try and do LBO this year or next year? Uh, I plan on doing LVO this next year. I'm trying to figure out what's going on uh, with just my unit and work and things like that. I may meet up with uh, our friend Colin, Colin Wingo. He's moving out of the state. Yeah, he's moving into uh, South Carolina. Carolina. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Just just to get a change of things, which is is good. I'm I'm supportive of that. But he's going to try and meet up with me at the uh, South California Open. Oh, SoCal Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also run by the guys at Frontline, like Reese and all them, who have been doing those awesome faction-focused articles. Oh, man, uh, those are oh, – God, there's only so long I can be teased before. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like whoever's behind these leaks that happened today and yesterday is actually working for GW. It's just like, okay, <laughs> okay we're enough's done. enough. Yeah. Um, I feel – We all have blue balls. <laughs> I've literally been subtly posting towards James Workshop employees on Twitter – very silly asking for what the hell is a pyrovore stats? I need to know <laughs> what a pyrovore stat is. I, That's right. I, I think I remember seeing how, it. How bad do you want to know? I have three of them. <laughs> how, how bad do you oh, want to know? Right oh, no. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about it. I kind of want to know badly. Later. I, I've got an inside track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Good, oh my gosh. good. You know, this is kind of funny. Like, while we're talking about uh, David Singer, he posted a bunch of pictures of a, a Chevy pickup on my timeline just as we were talking about him. <laughs> oh, man. It's like he had that little sixth sense. Yeah. They're talking about me. Ears were burning. Ears <laughs> were burning. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, check out his uh, YouTube show. Uh, it's Twin Linked. Uh, yeah, I, I forget no. the YouTube name of it, but yeah, just Google Twin Linked yeah, podcast. I think it's just Twin Linked podcast. Okay, yeah, cool. and it's 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 super rad. If you're interested in competitive 40k, like I said, they go. Mm-hmm. What I liked about it is kind of they go through the the top three, and then also kind of what the army composition was, and then they also rip on some stuff too, which I, I kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's good times, good times. So real quick, I want to throw a quick shout out to uh, Dante over at uh, uh, Ferret Forged. Uh, he dropped off a bunch of uh, uh, custodes. Like I don't want these anymore. Here you can have them. So thank you. Um, oh my God, so I need to get that hook up with people giving me random yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm supposed to give him a, that, a werewolf model from uh, Adepticon. I haven't got around to it. So uh, <laughs> free custodes and a werewolf model. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but let's wrap it. Uh, let's yeah, go to a break. Let's go to break, and we'll come yeah. back and talk about uh, herpes. <laughs> Yo, dog, what's up? It's the M to the A to the G-O-S. Here to surprise your boy, Jerry Annis. <laughs> he has no idea. We about to pimp his night. 
Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm 22 years old, and my night is a little worse for wear. It got handed down through several generations of my family. Uh, you see, we've been protecting the citizens of this world for gosh centuries now. It's gonna get a lot harder to keep the village folks safe now, though we deny outdated gun. I mean, I don't even have a carapace gun. It's it's tough. Worst of all. My father was very angry at my mother during the body ceremony, so she left him for a funeral. Those those emotions remain. <laughs> at my own bonding, I felt pretty confused by the feelings I was having, and to be honest with you, I can't look at my mother the same way again. We used to be close, but now that I has uh, ruined. Yo, it's your boy, the Megas. Imperial Might, is this real? Holy shit. Yo, 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 it's real, Jerry. Now give me your keys. We're going to pimp your night. Let's go to West Sector Customs. It's actually narrowly bonded to me. Let's bring West Sector Customs here. All right, yo. So, check it. Our boy Jerry here needs a fly night so he can keep on representing his family and protecting the small folk from Xenos invasion, all right? So, weapons. What you got, priest? So what Jerry got here is a stock 33 Millennium Knight Paladin with a broken heavy stubble and a battle can that battle cannot. What I'm going to do is drop the Reaper Chainsaw low to the ground so the wind and small folks go cruising by and know who's the boss. Nice. Then we're going to take the heavy stubble out and we're going to put in a holographic projector that constantly projects the image of his moms in front of the night at all times and get your boys rage up. All the better to smite the enemies of the Emperor with. Exactly. And as for the battle cannon, we got to modify it so instead of firing bullets, it's going to fire beats. 36,000 decibels of sick beats dropping out that speaker. Word. All right. What are we doing with that machine spirit IT guy? Uh, Jerry's night is slow to respond. It hasn't had an update in years, so we're going to uh, do what we do best. Preach it. Uh, turn it off and then on again. I uh, should speed up the reaction time. All right, boy. Paint. What are we doing? Jerry's Night represents the color of the house and family, and it's important that we respect the traditions and heritage. I asked Paint, what are we doing? Like green. Sounds tight, right? Let's get to work. Yo, Jerry, we've been working hard on your night, and he is ready, are you? So ready. We have an incoming orc invasion. I must protect my world. All right, here is the curtain, and here is your night. What have you done? Why is the reaper so low? Why are my hair bleeding? Why is it green? Well, we out, yo. You officially been pent. Ah. Why is my mother 30 feet tall in front of me? Hi. Rad. Hello. Hi. So, uh, How are you? So I'm doing good. Good to see you. Doing good. You too. It's been yeah. a long time. <laughs> like your cat attacking the chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for this uh, visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> um, the chair was over at Sears for a long time, and they have cats. So I think the cat is attacking other cats. Oh, like, it's attacking the, the chair. smell of cats. Mm, Maybe. Yeah. They okay. are evil like that. Yeah. So, uh, it's true. So, new 40K coming. We don't know the rules, so there's no yeah. real point in talking about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we kind of, like, the way I see it. They're all leaked by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all leaked by now. Um, but, I mean, the way I kind of see it right now is, like, people are bitching about it. Or, mm-hmm. like, they're comparing, like, excited. a Ducati to a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Like, where uh, it's kind of similar, but it's also very different. And yeah. you can't really compare the two. 
Yeah. One of the biggest things I've seen with a lot of the complaining going on is people are really ignoring part of the game, which, like, I I switched over to Age well, of Sigmar when Fancy happened. Part of the game? Yeah, yeah that, so, that'll make them mad. Yeah. Okay. So. It's synergy. It's it's synergy-based. Like, everything is synergy-based. It's like, okay, so my baseline dude may not be awesome, but uh-huh. I take two characters that I was probably going to take anyways. Yeah. And now that block is amazing. And the other thing is the uh, not called Battleshock test, but called Battleshock. Um, so the morale thing? The morale ones, oh, yeah. Okay. So it's anytime a model is slain, you take that model, put it off to the side. At the end of the turn, every model from that unit plus a d6 roll and you lose wounds if you go over your leadership okay yeah so it's and that's huge and i think people are really forgetting that that's part of the game now is it's like it's shooting and assault yeah it's a it's a different game it's that's like, it it's and, entirely entirely yeah. new and yeah. I, i'm still for it but we'll talk more when we have the actual rules. we do have our scene the starter box uh-huh. and those beautiful primaris marines which we can't talk about because we don't really know about them um, <laughs> at all and there's really you know nothing coming out um <laughs> i i super enjoy uh, mm-hmm. where they came from i love the idea of them yeah. and it's just they're rad um but i'm looking forward to seeing kind of that stuff expand sterling you I'm, don't I'm agree i'm really happy I, to see that like uh, that jess goodwin was working on these like way back when so oh, yeah. like there's a genesis for both that and the redemptor dreadnought like if you look mm-hmm. at his sketch pad like there's kind of a picture of what became like the the contemptor slash redemptor uh, in it. Yeah. So, and, and it looks almost identical to the model that just came out. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 I think for those that are just like, man, GW just pulled this out of their ass. Like, oh, not quite. No, it, I think because it, like, it goes back. Yes, good one's been designing Space Marines for like longer than most people have been alive. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably just let him do his job. I'm, I'm kind of, it, there's like some old sketches that I remember of like uh, uh, Marines with like twin assault cannons on their shoulders mm-hmm. uh, and other heavy weapons. I'm excited to see when those drop. <laughs> Whenever they drop. These are like, <laughs> this is images that have been going around for like 10 years. So, well, yeah. Maybe that'll be another. Remember like, the Elder Jetpacks as well. Like they had oh, those right. new Elder Jetpack models for mm. like five years or something oh, before yeah. they even released them. I'm like, yeah, we got them. Just yeah, whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what we can talk about is something that has like a little <laughs> tiny bit of history, uh, a little bit of knowledge. Is the the other half of the uh, starter kit, which would be the the Death Card. Oh, the Death the, Card. The Nurgle. Yeah. Why, why are you acting like sense surprise? What this, this was your idea? You're like, oh, oh right. the Death Card. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you're. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the, the chosen I like to be the Nurgle. audience once in a while oh. <laughs> I never like to be our audience it's an awful experience for listening um, but no so like the the 14th legion yeah I want to yep, say 14th yep, legion yep. which Former... is double seven. Oh yeah mm-hmm. which is the number of it's Nurgle. double yep. as cool as Nurgle and that, that's going to be something that comes up quite a bit when yeah. we talk about this yeah oh, so, so guys t- tell me about about those dusk raiders I'm a hipster. I uh, liked so, them before they were Death <laughs> So going back through the history of them, and uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, why not? So they're, they're um, so so should we should we talk about Mortarian first or the uh, the well, Dusk Raiders because he had his own history that kind of went at the same like simultaneously well, as the Dusk Raiders. Talk about the Dusk Raiders a little bit because I think you know once once Mortarian gets involved, then it becomes Death Guard proper. But yeah. there's still like some some mm-hmm. some genesis in there. Okay. So the uh, um, the Dusk Raiders. So the Emperor's running around. He's uh, beating up um, uh, the, the Techno Barbarians, right? Yeah. Um, and I think he he com- finally comes to this one area of Terra um, called uh, what is it Albia? Mm-hmm. Is that right? So he comes to which is like uh, nowadays uh, um, Albania. 
And he comes to this place. He has like all his Thunder Warriors and he's going to take this this land. And like the Albions had just gone through this like civil war where they ousted all their warlords. Like they had been taken over by like these tyrannical warlords. Mm-hmm. And so now they have independence and they're like, you know, fuck the bullshit. We don't want any leaders. It's just us. We're just we're just chilling. We got our whatever it is. And then uh, uh, the, the emperor comes in. He's like, all right, well, we're dominating this place. We're getting rid of techno barbarians. And uh, he goes in there and he keeps getting his ass kicked over and over and over and over by like these dudes that have like they had proto dreadnoughts like back mm-hmm. in the day. Like they had um, they had advanced technologies and they were hardy <laughs> as fuck. So I really want to imagine that the emperor is just like that meme where he's like this. This is mine now. Like he never actually invents anything. He <laughs> yeah. just I invented this. This is mine. I made dreadnoughts. <laughs> so we're just going to change that. The power source. <laughs> And uh, so eventually, I think he he gets his ass kicked so many times. Eventually, he like withdraws. And he's like, "All right, let's try diplomacy." Like, Fuck you guys! I didn't want your stupid country anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to go through it, man. You gotta <laughs> walk everywhere. <laughs> There's a Maginot line to the south, which I thought was kind of weird. Like you know, for the longest time, like he was, you know, like he he tried the 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 uh the tyrannical approach and then he's like oh wait maybe i should talk to these people <laughs> like after <laughs> after trying to murder them for decades <laughs> hey guys um so can i be your warlord <laughs> take back seas <laughs> all right here's the deal food and health care for everyone <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm trying to murder you all that was my bad i own that don't worry there's gonna be this great crusade it's gonna be huge <laughs> <laughs> huge <laughs> we're gonna build a great imperium we're gonna, and we're gonna make the xenos pay for we're gonna it build a wall to keep the albians out of earth wait that's us <laughs> oh shit <laughs> well we're gonna change it slightly so he ends up uh, he wins them over with diplomacy uh he he decides he, he then he murders them all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he, he tells him that he's gonna look we're gonna reinvent the uh the mankind we're gonna unify everybody we're not gonna do the warlord thing we're kind of done with that and like they get really behind this and they uh, for the longest time like uh, um as they kind of bring the albians in uh everybody's kind of distrustful of them because they really were apprehensive for a long time and uh but they become like the biggest supporters of uh of the emperor's plan uh so do you have anything to add on the albians or? no not really like the albians there wasn't that much written on them they get a little bit of a nod during the uh emperor of mankind novel and whatnot when he's going into his flashbacks and showing like parts of his past and whatnot but mm-hmm. really there's not too much about them other than the fact that the dusk raiders take their name yeah. from the original tactic that the albians like apparently Apparently, people forgot this in the year 30,000. <laughs> you know, at, at night, when the sun is starting to set, um, you actually get this really, really paranoia-inducing effect of the shadows will literally march across the field at you. Mm-hmm. And your eyes are trying to change. Like the, It's all part of the biology of how your eye works, is that when it's twilight, you cannot see as well. When things get brighter, you can see better. But when it gets darker, you can't do anything about it. So these guys pattern the whole trade of warfare of... Okay, we wait till the sun sets, yeah. and then we ride, as opposed to you know, everyone else in history, where it's like line I, up in midday, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. open nice fields. Blocks. I want to be able to watch you all die. Thank you. <laughs> so they're kind of like the early Americans. <laughs> they're the early Americans <laughs> or, in post-apocalyptic Albania, which has this like, weird sense of irony to it. So. Or like Zulu. <laughs> you remember that great uh, old uh, Michael Caine movie, Zulu? Uh-uh, I never saw that. Okay, so really? Yeah. Oh, so oh, good. So good. Is it? So it's, uh, him and his small unit are kind of trying to defend this place. It's just mm-hmm. like hordes and 
hordes of oh, of the Zulu of the Zulus. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Albions. Yeah. So the Albions ended up becoming the gene stock of the uh, of mm-hmm. the Dusk Raiders. Sounds the, so dirty. Of the Iron Hands and the Night Lords. Yep. So I mean, to okay, see two that, out of two out of three fell. You know, it's <laughs> like a thirty-three percent success rate. Right? <laughs> they're they're Albanians. It's like eh, you're a crapshoot, anyways. So. Oh, man. There goes our six <laughs> listeners in Albania. So then, for long, they uh, so they create these three chapters out of the Albians, and then they send like the, the the Imperium is not too trustworthy. They don't trust these people. They're the newest people to the to the party. Um, they hadn't, uh, you know, they were resisting the emperor for a long time. And then they're like, all right, um, we're going to send you to the outreaches. We're going to just like, we don't want you inside like the Imperium where you might like start, uh, create dissent. We're going to send you to the outreaches. So they're usually doing like a forward, uh, fighting and stuff. Yep. So, and I think like, uh, so everybody starts finding their primarch and, and their, their meaning in life. Um, and then, uh, uh, I think, uh, oh, what is it? The, they're one of the last ones to find their primarch. Right, uh, not one of the last ones, but is a little bit further. It's, it's on. Literal. They're not the last, sure. but they're one of the no. Last. They're definitely like, in the back half. I yeah. can't remember exactly. I mean, we'll go with fourteenth. Um, yeah, that's they were a, either yeah. the fourteenth or the seventh. The, yeah. They, 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 yeah, they were either the seventh or the fourteenth or seventh yeah. from last. Yeah. Uh, and to, that's to get it there. Yeah, and I think they were also one of the more non-standard legions. They didn't yeah. have a lot of the same command structure everyone else did. Like they only had seven companies. Uh-huh. And that was everything they did. Everyone else went off the like, no, we're gonna have like more than that. We're gonna have like ten, twelve, you know, a legion of legions sort of thing. And even then, those of those seven, only three of the actual captains of those had actual titles. Everyone else went off of like, oh, he's the master of the forge, master of the what's oh, okay. on. And they're like, no, no, first captain, second captain, and our seventh company is going to be the battle captain, and that's, <laughs> and that's it. And that's as simple as it got. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they didn't really focus on vehicles so much, right? Like they, I think they were more like infantry based. They were mm-hmm. everybody had to be. Um, I mean, they had a well-rounded tactical uh, set, but the, for the most part, like they were very infantry and dreadnought based. So they kind of stayed mm-hmm. more away from tanks. But well, if you play thirty k, they're very Spartan based. But I think that's every legion. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I don't even own a Spartan. Oh, no. fail. Oh. <laughs> so they had a um, their symbol, uh, the Dusk Raiders. They had like half a skull and half of a, a sun, right? So that was mm-hmm. kind of represent that. And I think their right their right arm and shoulder pad were red because they felt that they were the red right hand of the emperor. Which so is that a fisting reference? I never got that. I, I don't know because why would they be the red right hand? I like, mean, if you're doing Doing it wrong, it's going to be red. Yeah, yeah but that's that's you, on you and improper safety. They didn't. You have them. to you have to goose first, John. <laughs> they didn't lube or anything. They yeah, got to do proper prep. Goose hair. fist. That's that's the transition there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll go over this during the next. Tell about the dust graders. They are fisting. Like I can see them being the emperor's. I don't know why this bugs me. I can see them being like we're the emperor's right hand. And is it probably because you're an imperial fist player, and so anyone saying they're the emperor's hand at anything yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. pisses you it off it does it's not true it's not true yeah. very territorial pants yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry though i'm sorry fist who no no <laughs> fist isn't our name you guard so they didn't they, when they finally got their uh, primark um mm-hmm. they were very unhappy with that like they they were very they were used to uh being self-reliant and then so when uh mortarian shows up they're like eh, eh, also he's super quite... weird emo kid right 
He went through so a lot. Yeah, yeah so, let's get let's get into Mortarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring Mortarian up to up to speed. Mortarian, the man who would have died in a zombie apocalypse years ago if he wasn't a Primarch. Um, <laughs> the like, man, the, the was a the boy who's like what's it? Voldemort calls Harry Potter the boy who lived. Oh, oh yeah, the boy who lived. That's, that's Mortarian. <laughs> totally the Primarch who lived. Morty yeah. Potter. Yeah. So. So Mortarian lands on this planet. I'm probably going to botch the pronunciation of this because I always do with these things. Barbarous. 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 Bar, 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 Now I can't get that song out of my head. So he gets launched to this planet and it ends up being just an utter hellhole because humanity can only exist in the deepest of the valleys on this planet. Oh yeah. Because the atmosphere, the upper atmosphere is extremely toxic to human life. Uh And while he's like living amongst these humans and he's like, you know, Taking... He gets out of his growth pod, and like I think there was like a massive battle. So he yeah, yeah. he emerges out of it, and there's just like death and decay. He's surrounded everywhere. by miles of dead. Yeah. So in a shitty environment, he wakes up at the shittiest time in the shitty environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and also surrounded by poison fog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> picks up a scythe and goes to town, and... <laughs> as babies oft do. <laughs> so. So he grows up in this environment. I would environment pay good money and... for a Muppet baby style Muppet, uh, Primark babies. Uh, <laughs> Oh, cartoon. like Chib- Chibi Primark? Oh, yeah. God. I w- Primark I want that guy to sell those. those were Puerto Rabo is just sitting there loving things at uh, uh, Rogel Dorn's. Yeah. Just, like little Lego Vulcans buildings. like Kenny, where like they kill him at the end of every episode and he comes back. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like this is a little dark one, for right? the Muppets. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Logar's just trying to get everyone to do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. That's too good. So, uh, Mortarian. Is yeah, I'm sorry. Back the, on track. Mortarian. The, he's discovered by the warlord. Yes. Yeah. And he names him after death mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, takes him in as his own. He heard he heard a baby crying down in the valley, which I thought was kind of like weird and kind of, you know, kind of funny. Like, you know, he the, the warlord had gone through all this like killing and slaying and just mm-hmm. destroying children. And then he's like, oh, wait, I hear it crying. I, I find it interesting that, that they said that the warlord, like, he, he hears a baby crying, so he find, he goes after it, and he refuses to stop until he finds it. Yeah. But then he thinks about killing it. Right. And I'm like, that is not the reaction <laughs> I would expect for someone who spends a long time searching for a baby. I mean, it's not like it's an alarm clock or something. We're like, just shut up. Yeah. Like, he's trying to give his underlings orders, but it's like, oh, God, I can't get that baby crying out of my head. Will someone please stop the baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, think think of it this way: if you lived on a planet where everybody has to have like some sort of rebreather on, yeah, or else they are going to die, and you hear an infant crying like full tilt, <laughs> you're like, something's not right with that kid. It's, one of these things we, ain't like the other one. We need to find this thing and figure out what it is. Oh. So I, I will say, if you want to kind of continue here, Ted, uh, the warlord was a slightly better father than the emperor was. <laughs> he was attentive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a shithead, but he was attentive. I mean, he named his son. So, yeah. <laughs> Not, okay, I'm going to show up 30 years into your development, and like, this is your name now. <laughs> like Ricky Bobby's dad. Like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, so so like uh, he, he called him the child of death, Mortarian, uh-huh. did all that other kind of fun stuff. Um, he kept on moving him higher up this mountain to see how, like, how much poisonous fog he could absorb and still survive. Mm-hmm. And then when he kind of found the right level where he couldn't go any higher, yeah. he then built his house higher than that so yeah. he couldn't get in there. Yeah, um, yeah it was <laughs> it was some really good daddy daddy issue time. Um, so then we have a um, 
Let's see. Uh, I, so, so eventually he's like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of done with this. Uh, I'm going to go down and see what the regular people are doing. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, uh, he packs up. Uh, his dad's like, dude, if you leave, I'm going to freaking kill you. Oh, and um, I will actually, say that he, uh, he did uh, get trained in warfare and all that yeah. by his dad. Okay. We've got to take a real quick break, uh, and we'll be right back with uh, what happens to him. Man, ladies kept checking their drinks. Thanks, Bill Cosby. Hey, buddy. Have you tried chocolate? It's a natural aphrodisiac that doesn't trigger any of the FBI's chemical tests. Wow. Thanks, guy. Where are you going? To the grocery store. Chocolate for that special lady that doesn't know she's special. Yet. <laughs> and so, yeah, he descended. <laughs> yeah, I thought you lit- Three, two, one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he, can't, he, he was like Jesus almost going down the mountain. <laughs> like a plague Jesus. Yeah, like plague Jesus. Or- Did Jesus ever go down a mountain? I don't know. I think it was Moses. He went yeah. over an ocean. No, nope. yeah. Moses went through an ocean too. Well, he, there's he, a lot of water mountain, in the though. Bible. He, he went down a mountain <laughs> with a, those the uh, tablets, which oh, were yeah. 400 commandments reduced to 10 for the Christian version. Well, also the <laughs> tablets were also Zune based, so they you know they're no longer readable in their original form. <laughs> that was a terrible oh, joke. You can cut yeah, that out. That's that fine. Was, I don't. No, understand. I'm not going ah, to. Ah, you got to take credit for it. Yay! <laughs> it's like my Twitter account, fifty fifty. <laughs> So he he gets down there um, and uh, he he sees the people and they're like they're they're relatively happy even though they live among shit and <laughs> everything is like horrible but they're a lot more content. Uh, there's like people sing and there is laughter on occasion when they're not dying. He could mm-hmm. smell food. There's no fog down there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he smelled food. He saw people and I'm like oh. Yeah. So I guess like back home, like everything was just horrible. Like people, I mean, there was hate and like I mean, everybody was just trying. You to... could say it was grim dark. <laughs> the higher you went up mm. on the mountain, the grimmer and darker it was. Mm. <laughs> I said you could. I didn't say you had to. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I think he's uh, uh, he he goes on a campaign um, to uh, take down the warlords, right? Mm-hmm. And you you want to get uh, hop in on this? I think one of the big things that yeah. just needs to be touched on is that uh, Mortarian, Mortarian is one of the rare Primarchs who went against his adopted father oh, yeah. as soon as he found out what life was really like. Yeah, like, so, so he went out and he saw, like, you know, people singing, uh, there was food and everything. Yeah. He helped, like, harvest the farms and grab food. And he, he turned yeah. into, like, like a regular yeah, person. Yeah, he, he, lived, he lived amongst them. He chose never to go back to that. And Was that's, this where he got his scythe? Yes, yes it, it is. So that, was that's farming. actually directly related to it because once Mortarian stayed down amongst this village, which is still unnamed, uh-huh. um, I hope one day they do like a good Mortarian origin story. Because like oh, okay. the the head cannon I've built in my head is yeah. that uh, the planet Barbarous is just a giant uh, Sylvanian like region sort of thing, <laughs> like from Warhammer Fantasy. Like everything is just polluted, everything's oh, okay. dying. But like, yeah, he but was... there's still that one happy tavern on the corner. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he was there. He was loving it. He was like, yeah, there's no poison gas. There's all this other stuff. But the people down there, they were scared of him. Yeah, because oh, he looked like Marilyn Manson <laughs> on a bad day, like an eight foot tall or ten foot tall monster with these sunken eyes and yellow yeah, skin. And, yeah, yeah so it smelled like death because he had just lived in the poison for that. Long but and, uh-huh. thankfully, uh, the village was attacked by a lesser, like a, a lower, not his dad, but yeah, kind yeah. of like one of his dad's cronies, uh, with a, a legion of undead. Yeah. Um, and that's, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a legion of zombies come on down. Okay. Um, so they could kind of 
like I don't know, rape and pillage or or e brains, you know, pillage e brains. Well, I mean, brains. you're not going to pay your taxes if you live on a death world, you know. No, you're not <laughs> going to send tithes to people. They gotta come to you for that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the movie cliche of like you know, like you have that old warrior who moves to like a small town. It's like history of violence, you know. And they're like, you know, I'm not that man anymore. You know, I'm not. I'm like Mortarian. I don't like, do these things. Yeah, anymore. I don't do these things. I'm not that person. And then, like, halfway through, like, when the village is just getting wrecked by these zombies. Yeah, then the one, like, blonde hair, blue-eyed, like, little girl who gave him a rose five minutes in. Dies in front of him. (laughs) And he just goes John Wick on everyone and just... (laughs) <laughs> tears the world so apart. yeah he he takes his like farming scythe mm-hmm. and he just murders the majority of this warlord's uh undead yeah. or i guess re-kills uh, the majority <laughs> of this warlord's undead and finish then, finish killing yeah he, he finishes it he <laughs> they're like, only mostly dead you know uh, and then like the this this warlord looks at him and like oh well shit i'm still gonna be cocky about it you know okay i, I see you mm-hmm. and the warlord starts retreating kind of back up into the gas you know to come back to fight another day mm-hmm. yeah. not realizing that mortarian is very comfortable in poisonous gas yep. uh-huh. uh, so mortarian follows him up there um and then uh, just he the warlord is no more yeah, uh, yeah he is murdered quite horribly by mortarian so he goes on a campaign right like at that point he comes back and he he commissions he gets a bunch of his best warriors and he's like all right we're yeah, gonna he, go follow those guys up there and he commissions yeah. um a local guy to make a bunch of proto power armor Right and like gas masks, yeah, rebreathers and all that thing. Most badass. Listening warriors. to it now, very similar to what the um, the Earth Dusk Raiders did. Oh, you yeah. know, like you know the small underpowered people who should be just rolled over, just kind of take everyone out. Yeah, they they hit you where you're not expecting it. Like no one, no one's expecting these like little peasant people to just come up the mountain after them. You know, that's yeah. that's never how it's been. And then Mortarian shows up with like a eight foot scythe on him because like they, they made the scythe for him. It wasn't yeah. just like a random scythe. They found out they're like, no, he's a little too big for this. We need to build a bigger one, a, a better one, a little, little tag where it has like a chain on it with like a label that says mastercrafted. TM. Mastercrafted. Yeah. <laughs> I think the important thing is he, he makes all of these warriors, uh, rebreathers, like yeah. air filters so that they can go up there. Yeah. Uh, and like Sterling said, it was like, he's one of the few to turn on their adoptive fathers mm-hmm. and he just, yeah, I didn't realize that. Though. Yeah, yeah. He he goes up and he, you know, wants to start murders his dad, which I would love to read in a black library novel. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, the the speech I feel between Mortarian and his adoptive dad before he gets murdered, uh, I, I feel would be very epic. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be very Batman-esque. So he goes up uh, he, he goes up there and he, they slaughter just about everybody. But it gets to the point where he can't chase his dad. His dad is the last warlord left. Mm-hmm. They come back down the mountain where he hears that this man in golden armor shows up. They're like, oh, let's go find out what that's all about. He meets him, I think, at the tavern, right? Um, oh, the friendly village in the, the, the yeah, friendly was talking in, about. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, they hey. go back there where the DM usually has them. Uh, every, the every, dark, every dark and dying like region, uh, every multiverse has one, and it I, tends I, to be the best. I <laughs> want to imagine these like you know it has like the old Wild West style piano playing, yeah. and like Emperor just kind of bursts through the wall because he's too big for the door, and the piano stops, and everyone <laughs> kind of turns and looks. No, no, so it's, I just it's figure Star it's Wars like the, cantina music. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I figure it's like the village in like the original Final Fantasy where you have like different. Uh, magic. Uh, <laughs> you can, oh, you can see, now I want just magic, the emperor, emperor to be walking along, yeah. and all of a sudden, the 
it dissolves out to a fight scene. Yeah. So he's like, who is this guy? Um, and he's like, yo, um, I want you, I'm your dad. I, need, I want you to follow me. You have to sub- succumb to my, my whims and, and meet me in the shower. And uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. I, I'm, I'm cool. He's like, well, what if I, what if I kill your dad, your, your adopted dad? What if I kill a warlord to show you how much more badass I am than you? And then if I do that, you go ahead and follow my every whim. I like, think this just yeah, shows that it. in the 41st millennium or 31st millennium when this happens, there is no child protective services. Because no. <laughs> if someone came to you and said, I hey, no, I'm you. your actual dad. I'll kill your adopted dad for you because I know you just had a little fight. Yeah. And then you have to come follow me and do whatever I say and kill people I say. It's like, um, no, I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> to murder the other adult. <laughs> This is old school. Yeah. <laughs> I would shit. love it if the emperor just cheated and was like, you know, if you if I kill your dad, will I be your new dad? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And the emperor just like virus bombs the whole planet and just murders everyone. <laughs> like, ha. So <laughs> I, I technically killed him. Technicalities. <laughs> Damn it. My lawyer said I have to follow you. <laughs> so uh, so Maturian, like, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to go take him out. He goes marching up the, the mountain. Right, and he gets mm-hmm. to like that, that point where he's just like his his rebreather isn't working. Like he's just like he's taxed. He's like he's he's fallen down. His his uh, adopted dad sitting in the fog and like a shadowy figure. And like ha 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 ha. And uh, just when Martarian is like all fucked up, can't pick himself up again, mm-hmm. uh, and his adopted dad's coming down to kill him. The emperor who doesn't even have it, he doesn't even take it, take his helmet. He's like fuck this. I'm going to show that. <laughs> Whatever. <kid." laughs> he's high signing on the grass. <laughs> like I could park my Lamborghini in your driveway, but fuck it. <laughs> I'll pull right up to your front door. It goes up and like just slays the warlord, and then picks up Martarian. Plus one point. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm still stuck on the Lamborghini part because I feel like that's happened to Ted. That was so specific. <laughs> <laughs> so was it a Lamborghini? It was an Audi. <laughs> it was a '94 Audi. <laughs> this was like two years ago. <laughs> oh man, they're the worst. But yeah, I, I love the way the emperor in this was like. I'm gonna give you the option. No, I'm gonna go do it. fine, whatever. And he's like, I want to imagine him very slowly following Mortarian up the mountain, like. I do this in like three seconds, you know. He's like, no, I don't want you to help. He's like, okay, <laughs> your funeral, kid, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was, it was an iced tea track from the, <laughs> the, the, the Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I imagine a, a dad who abandons his kid for like 40 to 100 years and then comes back yeah. just wanting something would drive mm. a Lamborghini. <laughs> Gold Lamborghini. Yeah. I mean, he pretty Gold. much would. Have you seen? Again, have you seen the custodes vehicles? He oh, essentially so does. So, <laughs> so, so rad. So so he takes him home, like adopted puppy. Yeah, yeah. Puts him in charge of the seven times two legion. Who are like, oh god, we didn't god. want you. <laughs> yep, he renames them. Very first thing he does. <laughs> Wouldn't that just piss you off though? Like, hey, here's your new boss. It's like, yeah, here you go. Ah, you are my own broken blades. You are my death guard. And it's just like. No, bro. Who the fuck dust- is this dude? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm Mortarian. I'm your new leader. They've been. Hi- I've been working here for 37 years. You fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little little nepotism there. Because <laughs> I think sure were, the boss's were... kid just wants a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared. <laughs> oh man. Let me guess. We're gonna change our name. Change our policy. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Guys. I know what you're doing is super cool, but what if we didn't do that? <laughs> yeah, and then Mortarian pulls the atypical shit is going to go bad for the Legion play and grabs all of his loyal favorite warriors from his homeworld oh, yeah. and elevates them to positions of command in his Legion, uh-huh. which 
Ask the Dark Angels. That doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So I had to fill in. That was my Phil soundboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> dark, dark Angels aren't trick. <laughs> so we have a uh so he he the the legion accept him not perfectly but they kind of like all right well have we to. have a choice here um they're not excited about it it's uh, like the way i accept i have to have a job i don't <laughs> like it but it's necessary for my survival you show up because the porn flows otherwise <laughs> <laughs> um, so material only makes a few friends while he's uh on board Mm. Um, like most of his brothers, he doesn't like. He's that loner. He is that. He is that Manson fan, <laughs> dude. That, that's what I'm saying. He's, He's yeah. Circa 2000. He asks. He asks more of all of his guys, and he gives them less to do it with. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the big things that Mortarion makes, um, which is a shift you see when you start playing, <laughs> like it, when you start playing Death Guard as Death Guard in yeah. like 30k and whatnot, and you play them the way that Mortarion want to run the Legion, it is brutal uh, it is hard to play them because he essentially says like nope everyone goes in with a pistol a knife and a bolter and you just get it done yeah. and like you'll get it done it just takes a while to get there <laughs> and it's not fun in the meantime like he takes you mean quint- when he's sixes on that night <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this bolter up son yeah, so, rapid fire range. <laughs> so he gets them to be this, but they become one of the premier like boarding and close combat legions because they just get good at everyone knows everyone else's deal. They can do any job with like bubble gum and yeah. uh, like a toothpick. And it's yeah. just like, yep, nope, take it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he does have a little bit of an issue with the rest of the legion just because one, he's also one of those um, primarchs who's really against psychers. Yeah, like, like okay. super from the get go, because uh, the warlords on his home planet they made like wide use of psychers and witchcraft and things like that, and he's just he saw that like up in the legions, <gasps> and he was right. like, "Ooh, no, we need to stop this." It's, it, it's, he's kind of weird because, like, in a lot of ways, he drank the Kool Aid big time. Yeah, you know, like he hates his brothers. He doesn't uh, assimilate very well. Um, I think like it was saying like uh, Conrad and Horace were the only two brothers that he really hung out with. Yeah, um, <laughs> which kind of set him up. Which, but Horace but he, hung, Horace hangs out with everyone though. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's like he's, he's like a cool jock. Yeah, yeah, he's your yeah. quarterback. Yeah, and meanwhile, you know, Conrad shows up and is just like, "Hey, man, I got the new Cradle of Filth album. <laughs> you want to just like." Put some like herb inside those little sensors you got with the poison gases, <laughs> yeah. and we just chill, man. Mortarian's like, oh, I like Cradle of Filth like three albums ago. <laughs> <laughs> they sold out since like since they released the album like Sex Pussy Cunt. Yeah, they really sold out. That just was way too corporate. I, I'm much more into Swedish death metal now, man. I'm sorry, but <laughs> what's a Sweden? Oh, you don't even know, dude. Just <laughs> here's Corporal Kalani. Just go home, study up, and then come talk to me. <laughs> Mortarian doesn't the kind of guy who gives you like a big pile of really crappy music to open your eyes. Oh wow. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still working on it. Yeah, I'll get I'll get it back to you. I'm, I may I'm have still, to model the new to... Mortarian with boomboxes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so he's yeah he's the, he is the most vocal against uh, uh, the warp and uh, yeah. psychic powers mm-hmm. right like so he he totally drank the Kool Aid um, and uh, so he feels a little uh, little put off I think mm-hmm. like later on when he finds out that his dad's been using it the whole time. 
Um, and also, I think like uh, one of his his problems is like he's also really jaded. He's he's definitely like that kid, that trench coat kid in high school who's like yeah. pissed at everybody else for not talking to him, but like gives everybody the cold shoulder. Like he won't talk to anybody, but then he's mad that nobody else will talk to him. Um, like the whole time he's like, he's like, God, I've done all these things and nobody appreciates it. What the hell? Like, hey, well, thanks, you man. Your... Shut up. I don't <laughs> want your approval. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Like you, you, you never talk about it. You don't tell anybody about it. And like, I think Khan mm-hmm. had this thing. He's like, dude, you've done all these amazing things. Like you grew up in like this shitty environment. Like you probably had it worse than most of us. Um, but you don't tell anybody about it. Like there's only a few of us that know anything about like your, your, your origin story. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you guys should give me more props than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything, but uh, appreciate me. It's like super secretive. <laughs> really, is a shitty emo kid. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he, he, is, really, he really, really is. is. <laughs> I mean, look at it. he. He wasn't. He went to war college from like that. His dad paid for. <laughs> um, goes into you know small local government, becomes a Whole Foods small producer. Wow. <laughs> wow! And wow. then just something happens, and he's you know you know what? No, I'm I'm done with the world. Then you know his dad dies. He meets his real dad, and yeah. he just he just can't cope. Grows so. a beard and puts on a skull cap. Just becomes a little hipster. <laughs> Mortarian, the organic farmer. <laughs> 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 so then, so, heresy. Yeah. Heresy. Heresy. Hearsay. Uh, he falls. Yeah. It, it doesn't take well, much. I think he, yeah. sees, he sees his dad, like, uh, uh, doing everything that he was told not to. Yeah. He's hey, pissed off about I hate that. warp stuff. Oh, I hate warp stuff, too. Oh, by the way, I'm a literal being of the warp. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the very first Primarchs to turn. And matter of fact, he's like yeah. op- he was one of the ones who openly goes traitor. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. at the uh, Istvan drop site massacre, and that's where we get the uh, the great character Nathaniel Garrow out of all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the start of the one Inquisition. Of my favorite, and... one of my favorite books from um, the the Horse Heresy series is Flight of Eisenstein. Yeah, that's one of my favorites it's too. So so good. Even if you don't read any of the Heresy books, that one is fantastic. That's just a good sci fi book in general. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, super good. Read that. Everybody I've talked to is so amazing. good. So it, good. It's it's really good. So Garrow is one of these captains who. He's one of the ones left over from Terra, mm-hmm. so he's not—he's not barbarous born. Oh, okay. Um, and because of that, he's kind of ostracized from everybody else. So he's—he's he's an Albion. Yeah, he's an Albion. Okay. So he—he he gets into the point during the Istvan campaign where he's just like, "This isn't right. We shouldn't yeah. be doing this." And then the virus bombing happens, and you get this moment where he's just like, "Hmm, okay, we need to go." now yeah and he's know. he starts making his way out and there's like some awesome uh run silent run deep moments <laughs> in the book and he picks up a bunch of the uh the shattered legions folks like he's got a wordy world yeah. leader who he picks up a bunch of survivors and then uh typhon and uh, the turn is ass tries to attack him because like oh wait a second that one ship isn't virus bombing the planet oh hey bro what's up Oh, yeah, he escapes back to uh, Rogel Dorn in the Imperial Fist, where he gets yelled at for being a traitor when he's out. <laughs> yeah, just, just, <laughs> Dorn, just Dorn things. <laughs> shows up, brings the Demon Prince with him. No worries. You know it's what I like? Yeah, it's uh, it's a whole big thing. But yeah, so you get you get guys like Garrow. You get um, I think we kind of have to talk about uh, Typhus yes. at this point too. I didn't really look too much into Typhus. Oh, okay, so, so Typhus. So Typhus is the reason that Plague the Death Guard exists. are what they oh, are okay. today. Because Mortarian, Mortarian, yeah, he fell to the fell to chaos and everything, but he fell 
believing that what they were doing. So this was going. It was this going into the uh, the siege of Terra. Yes, right. Oh, okay. So yeah. like so, immediately so before he split his legion in two with uh-huh. with Mortarian leading one half and then Typhon leading the other. Okay, uh, and Typhon kind of takes off towards Terra and then you know <clears throat> accidentally. Uh, oh. murders all the navigators on his ships. Oh, no, he does it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. He does it, like, <laughs> there was up air on quotes, purpose. There was air quotes. It works <laughs> yeah. in a podcast. Yeah. So uh, he it, said they were still loyal to the Emperor, but mm-hmm. they weren't. Um, it was all part of a fiendish ploy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes, a cunning trap. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's because Mortarion was one of those Primarchs. He's never going to actually willingly give in to Chaos because mm-hmm. he hates the warp. Yeah. So how do you get a guy well, who hates he, the war? He changes his mind right about this time, though, doesn't he? He does, because what happens is as soon as uh, Typhus leads everybody off into the warp. Yeah. Without navigators. Without <laughs> navigators, because, oh, spoiler, he is a psyker, which is something Mortarian was strongly against. So, okay. And Typhus was the first captain at the time. So, like, yeah. leader of all the Terminators, head honcho of all that mess. Oh, shit. And so they jump into the warp and instantly into, like, a warp storm where they just sit yeah. like they're Stuck. they're not they're not going anywhere they are becalmed in the warp and now you have demon viruses and things like that getting into what the was air. it the uh, the destroyer virus right? yeah the destroyer swarm yeah um it yeah. affects the entire part of the legion in the warp yep because uh, you know it's the warp you don't need air to transmit a virus the virus <laughs> just goes so yeah. little flies so yep. space flies this is kinda, space I, I think flies. like the way they kind of describe this is kind of neat like where they're like it infects a person and then you know like all all these marines they you know they're getting all fucked up mm-hmm. and then uh, um like it, it starts it's it's just painful it's just they can't get rid of it you can't do anything to uh to to numb it and then eventually, like, Nurgle shows up and is like, would you like to succumb to me? And if you do, I'll make it all okay. Well, like, you're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nurgle's just like, oh, man, that sucks. You're sick. I mean, I can make it so you guys don't die from it. One, you know, of, one of the best parts of Death Guard Fluff that I remember from the old Chaos Space Marine Codex, this would be the fourth edition one, Yeah, um, is it's just the story of Typhus on the command bridge of the Terminus Est, his uh-huh. uh, personal flagship. And he's sitting there, and everyone around him is dying as the destroyer swarm just kills everybody. And this thing's like, it's not even letting them turn into what will one day become plague marines. It's just devouring them whole. Oh, wow. And he sits there, and he reaches out to Nurgle, like, with his mind and says, more. I need more. Wow. And so then the destroyer hive, like, floods into him, and he becomes the destroyer hive. Yeah. Okay. So but yeah, essentially, Nurgle comes and is like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can save you guys. I mean, you're not going to die. I can save your legion." He's like, "Yes, yeah. save us, save us." Mm-hmm. And he doesn't actually cure them. He just doesn't. He like, just stops makes them it, from dying. Yeah. right then. And, and that's where your plague marines come from. Yeah. Is kind of that deal. So they exit the warp now, um, fully, fully corrupted, corrupted. <laughs> and that's that's how they corrupted there because of one dude. Were they the first ones to get corrupted? Um, to, to that extent, I believe. No, no? They, that would be the Emperor's children, man. Okay. Like they, oh, they had the yeah, cacophony yeah. and everything cacophony, long yeah. before. Because okay. um, yeah. these guys just showed up changed, you know? Yeah. There Every, was... Everyone else knew the Emperor's children were, like, messed up and yeah. arguably... So they were like, messed up before. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Emperor's children, world eaters, those guys were messed up, like, years ahead oh, of time. okay. So, Yeah. <laughs> but so you know, latecomers to the the cult marine game, but uh-huh. you know, still still pretty good all the same. So they gain all the blessings of Nurgle, and they are, and this is as an Iron Warriors player, they are one of the like the most self loathing legions out there. 
and like hardcore Death Guard players okay. will n- always talk to you about it. Which is weird because um, I think like Nurgle in general is not a self loathing. Like the no, demons he, are not. Like yeah. they're actually the the happiest of all of they're, them. They're they're super happy. They're like, no, no, these blessings are a good thing. Enjoy yeah. the, enjoy AIDS. You know, it's you know, it's a good story <laughs> to tell your children one day that you survived the zombie plague or Nurgle's rock. Oh, look at that! You have blistering testicles. Oh, oh I'm you're oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, so, jealous. so hot. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, their their whole thing was like leading up to it was that they were one of the stronger legions they were tough they could survive anything and then their their primarch gives up their souls to a demon god thing because they're all too weak to beat the morning flu yeah yeah so this is kind of interesting because I think like what part of the reason like he kind of left his dad in part because of the war, but also part of like the reason why he left to the emperor was also because uh, Horus had convinced him that uh, he was a warlord. And I think like both the desecrated Albions mm-hmm. and uh, Mortarion hate like they have a thing with like anti tyranny, like they absolutely detest anything that sounds like a warlord or uh, or a tyrant. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like going into that, I think they they do talk about like as they get corrupted. He no longer cares. He becomes a, a tyrant, mm-hmm. beca- mm-hmm. and and instead of focusing on like that, like uh, that freedom, the individual freedom thing, he's focusing more on like, well, now everybody's just too weak to make their own decisions, and so I have to make decisions for them. So yeah. it becomes the thing he hates. It's not about protecting the people. It's about hey, you all are children to me. Yeah, I just need to show you how to do it right the first time. Oh, okay. He just, takes charge of everything around him and if you're not but if you're not strong enough you'll die like yeah, it's, yeah. like so there is like this like natural yeah. selection it's survival kind of, of the fittest right yeah. there you go <laughs> yeah so we get to tara they yeah. get their 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 um scathed balls to tara <laughs> uh mortarian is on the surface he he leads in the thick of the fighting you know mm-hmm. right up to the imperial palace and then spoilers but chaos loses Yep. Uh, um, what? Yeah, Horus is, is bunched and in, uh, burnt into a billion pieces and his soul smashed. <laughs> um, and then they kind of they do a slow retreat to the Eye of Terror. Uh, when I say slow retreat, they kind of rape and pillage on the, on the way back, and kind of it, it's a party for everyone yeah, it's, involved. It's a party. <laughs> it's a plague party. And then they they kind of they make a home on the plague planet. Yep, which they, is it, the, it, it, it's it's gifted to them. Uh, from Nurgle, like Nurgle bestows it upon them, just like Zinch did the plan of sorcerers. Mm. Um, which I've always thought was interesting that every planet that a legion takes over after the fact has the most unimaginative name ever. <laughs> like uh. Barbarous is like full of like great vivid imagery. Yeah, uh, and then you get to the warp and like um, planet of sorcerers, like <laughs> planet, um, planet of blood, yeah. um, the change planet. Yeah. So they're not really. And then you have Medrigard, which is like okay, cool. No what? one can spell that. <laughs> What's Medrigard? Medrigard is the Iron Warriors' homeworld. Oh, okay. Which essentially they just turn into a giant siege fest. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not chaos. I mean, they're kind of chaosy, but they're not as chaosy. They're not they're like true chaos, like uh, God tainted. I mean, okay, I will say this for my boys. I know yeah. we're not talking about them, so I'll be quick. <laughs> Uh, Iron Warriors are one of the only legions to turn around and blow up their own planet. Them and the Night Lords. Mm. Everybody else was kind of just like, yeah, no, screw the home world. We're not going back. <laughs> but they are the only two to willingly go back and nuke their home turf. Mm-hmm. So. Uh. <laughs> so the play planet, I think the thing I liked about it the most is it's kind of a giant magnet for disease. Mm-hmm. Um, the the the. The Death Guard kind of get around in this plague. The naming gets pretty pretty unimaginative here. Uh, in their plague fleet, <laughs> um, yeah. 
But all of these ships are attracted to the plague planet. So it's uh-huh. like a giant magnet for things, and it kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, dinks up against it. Uh, it's described as kind of this, this giant world of disease. There's mold everywhere. There's poison gas in the clouds. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the fact that there is beastmen there. Uh, yep. the, the Pestigores. Oh, yeah. Pestigores. So, like, uh-huh. diseased beastmen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then that it's, it's Mortarian kind of has his home in the tower there. Um, at this point in kind of the fluff, and I'm guessing soon it's going to change, but he kind of withdraws uh, quite a bit. Yeah. There's there's a few fights where they come out, and Mortarian kind of shows up because he yeah. has the whole Drago fiasco. And he's a happen, demon prince at this but... point, so he's earned demon. Yeah, uh, yeah he has ascended. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see what that looks like with the uh, yeah. the new model. Keep it just keeps getting teased, and I just need to see it now because uh. <laughs> they show him now in the uh, the new artwork that's coming out for the new edition. Yeah. Like, and he looks awesome. Awesome, he does super super good. He looks like the angel of death that he, he is. He looks supposed less to be. demony and more just a giant. In they like Jeff Goldblum in the fly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he models the plague planet after Barbarus. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he, he you know. Ironically, like you said about Becoming, the warlord himself yeah. makes his own castle in the sky yeah. um, away from the population. and then, and yeah, he just doesn't want to deal with them. Yeah. And, and then w- without kind of his leadership for what it was, kind of uh, the Plague Marines kind of splinter into tiny little chaos warbands. Yeah. Yep. Just not even, off. not even like the usual way. Again, with the Death Guard. Not doing it the same way the other cult Marines do. <laughs> where other cult Marines, it's all like internal fighting and everything like that. Like yeah. the... The Emperor's children get broken by Karn the Betrayer at Skalanthrax, and mm-hmm. he breaks the World Eater's Legion there, too. Yeah. The Thousand Sons, they break after the Rubric. Mm-hmm. So, and it's all internal fighting. The Plague plague Marines of the Death Guard Couldn't just, just are like... bored and wander off. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, you want to go, like, spread some plague? Like, I got a new bottle of pox right here. Like, <laughs> I haven't used it yet. It's like, yeah, you know, sure, let's go. What are we going to call ourselves? Something contagion, yeah. <laughs> sons of contagion, rust of contagion is like, yeah, yeah that'll work. <laughs> Slap it on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so they do, they, they they do create a lot of other uh, other legions, right? Like, and it's so it's, it's part of them do fracture off, mm-hmm. and I think as time goes on, like you have you do have other uh, chapters kind of come into Nurgle too, and like some of them create their own. Plague Marines are not the mm-hmm. Death Guard exactly, but yeah, they're not um, the originals. Yeah. but they're you know Death yeah. Guard like. Something I learned from this is just because you're a Plague Marine does not mean you were Death Guard. Yeah, right. Or yeah. no, yeah. So so Plague Marines can be anyone. If, if you think mm-hmm. about it, like you're you're never making more Rubric Marines. There are no extra Thousand Sons. Everyone's yeah. from the Thousand Sons. <laughs> that, um, that one kind of trips me up about the Thousand Sons is like because there's been like battles where they are nearly all wiped out and yeah. then they're back again. Zinch. (laughs) Just because. Corn Marines, you get Corn Zerkers just by sneezing, which is ironic because Death Guard, you probably get him by sneezing. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk about kind of one of my favorite Plague Marines uh, that I've read about is is Corpulax. Oh, I heard about him. He is originally a member of the Consecrators chapter, which was a Dark Angel successor. Okay. Um, A bunch of Dark Angels chapters came together to kind of fight against Nurgle, Uh and he uh, died because of uh, Typhus and and the plague that's all Uh around him. Uh, usually what happens when that happens is the, the people kind of get up and they're kind of mindless zombies and they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Corpulax woke up fully cognizant and he had all of his memories and all of his skills and all of his abilities. Okay. He was just infected. So he went to chaos. Uh-huh. 
and over about 300 years, uh, rose from the kind of the, the guy who should have died, the boy who lived, um, <laughs> all the way up to one of like one of the top uh, lieutenants for Abaddon, yeah, uh, for or Abaddon for for uh-huh. like the the Crusades. Oh. And, uh, like I said, I, I think it's just super cool. The I mean, this is a guy who is not really chosen to fall to chaos. He mm-hmm. he fought against the uh, Typhus trying to save the Imperium. Yeah, he gets mm-hmm. killed for it. And, and then realizes even in he death does. he still serves just yeah. a new master now oh wow yeah. yeah it's it's a super rad story so that was who who was that again that was the corpulax, corpulax. of the which chapter consecrators consecrators mm-hmm. what were they before were they always the consecrators yes. or oh, okay yes. so yeah, just they're, they're, their name? they're dark angels offshoot okay so yeah Interesting. Yeah. Dress in black, that sort of thing. So I went through and I, I, I looked up a bunch of chapters that once were, you know, like they were, that they, they kind of converted over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't see that one, but they, they might have. I mean, <laughs> so one it's for good. Me. That's, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> go, go research. <laughs> but it was kind of neat. You know, they have like a list of like all these different people that, and like how they had uh, changed. And a lot of them they don't. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you go through like the fourth edition of the Chaos Space Brain book and it's like these guys are Nurgle infused and then that's about all. <laughs> um, but a lot of them, uh, I think they. They, they swapped over uh, after the Abyssal Crusade, mm-hmm. um, and th- that would I didn't know too much about the Abyssal Crusade at the time, so I uh, looked that one up. And have you guys heard much about it? No, no, not huge events. No, so the, as a Chaos Space Marine player, I have no idea what you're talking. Uh, about. <laughs> I feel <laughs> <the> sarcasm there. <laughs> so this guy shows up. Um, I think it's a uh, uh, it's the 37th millennia mm-hmm. uh, Saint Basilius. Yeah, Basilius. Right? Um, so he uh, so he shows up, and this is kind of like I think they had like the whole Reformation right mm-hmm. prior to this, and so he's one of like the yeah. This was right after the Age of Apostasy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, where uh, I want to do like a section on the Age of Apostasies because I've heard so much about it and like because that's gorge van dyer right? gorge and, van dyer the most james bond villain uh, in the 41st millennium <laughs> <laughs> oh we need to yeah just yeah we, we need to that. do that yeah, yeah yeah um so he shows up and um you know he he's looking at these 30 chapters and he's like look mm. you guys aren't hardcore enough like you're not like you, you guys are not i'm not feeling your faith on this mm-hmm. um you guys have to prove it to me or else i'm gonna kill you all and uh, the chapter like, oh, holy shit, okay, uh, let's do this. So he, he decides that he's going to send all 30 chapters, and actually only found 20, names of 29, so I don't know if like one got killed or... Uh, one was left blank, so you could forge your own narrative. Probably, Boom. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Boom. So, uh, so he, he sends the 30 chapters into the, uh, the Eye of Terror. Yep. Um, to just like wipe out as much chaos as possible, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's all about stacking bodies, <laughs> which oh, is the greatest what, what idea. What could go wrong ever. with that? Right, you know, <laughs> just a quick this, little like lo- logic tease, and you're like, wait a second. This every once so in a while, you'll get like, you know, a Primarch run into the Eye of Terror and was never seen again. They're like, this ship went to the Eye of Terror and was never seen again. And this guy just had the idea of like, you know what? Let's invent a bunch Let's... of new Space Marine chapters and then just all send them to the Eye of Terror to reinforce. <laughs> I mean, I mean, destroy them. Yeah, I mean, we can kill chaos at the source. Clearly, there's nothing wonky about the Eye of Terror that will change the rules. So this guy is like, I mean, he's super big brother with a lot of like his uh, his protocol. Like he's kind of like he's running the Imperium in a lot of ways mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I mean, he's. He's really cracked down on like mankind in general, so nobody can really think for themselves. Like nobody's allowed to like out of their their hab or whatever their hive after that's, midnight. And... That's so unlike the current forty first millennium. <laughs> now you just don't want to. <laughs> like, like man, there's gene stealers out there. All right, love. I'm going down to the corner store. If I don't come back, I probably died horribly. <laughs> or if I come back with a third arm. So nearly. Don't worry about it. There's just yeah. more of me to love you. <laughs> nearly every single one of these. I think like I think there's like four chapters that uh, um, don't convert. 
So, I mean, this was totally, I mean, as, as you probably predicted, like, this yeah, is just pretty like, much everybody falls. Hey, hey, um, uh, puppet, <laughs> we need a whole bunch of new recruits. We don't have a whole lot to pick from in the work. It's yeah. like sending, some it's like some sending some like hardcore Catholic Christians, uh, like, oh, not even hardcore, like the weakest. No, to Vegas <laughs> no, no, with no, the, the most, the, the most devout Christians sending them into a strip club with like a thousand dollars in singles. Yeah. <laughs> and expecting them to come up and be like, well. We really showed those people the truth of God, and yeah. you know they're, they've decided not to strip anymore. It's far more likely that they will enjoy it. Or in this case, it's even worse because it's people who have been accused of cheating on their wives because <laughs> they're not very faithful. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they all run in there. Only four of them, like two of them, I think, get wiped out. Mm-hmm. One of them goes just straight up missing, and then there's like one that actually made it back 800 years later. Yeah. So, um, upon doing that, I think it's like, a, it was a chapter master Von, or Convac uh, Lane of the Vorpal Swords. Um, and I think That's like, a mouthful right there. Yeah. I mean, like, holy cow. Convac Lane of the Vorpal Swords. Like, I feel when he's introducing himself at banquets and at feasts and things like that, he has to really stop and think about how he's pronouncing it. What's a, <laughs> yeah, what he, is he, a Vorpal Sword? Well, I What's think... a Vorpal well, come on. You, you clearly have not read your Alice in Wonderland if you don't know what a Vorpal is. Well, I mean, it's the only thing that can be used to kill a Jabberwocky, man. Come uh. on. Oh, see, that's why they survived. Yeah, see? Yeah, they, they, were able they to... could kill the Jabberwocky of the warp. Which makes or at sense least because... Jab... Run, run away and survive it, I Well, guess. hey, let's, yeah. let's remember. Jabberwocky was once upon a time a unit for Beastmen. I think it still is, actually. I think so. so in the RPG. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Ran, they ran into a bunch of Jabberwockies in the warp because we established Pestigors were a thing. So Jabberwockies must have been a thing. So, so, <laughs> so they happen to have the rock, paper, scissors counter for that one unit that just devoured everyone. And those Jabberwockies <laughs> are like, foolish mortals, state your name. And like, I am Bill Simmons of the Vorpal Swords. <laughs> no! <laughs> My one weakness. My hated enemy. <laughs> I think he's secretly a custode, which is why like the name has a problem. <laughs> like, I am blah, 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 blah. Oh, God, we're going to be here all day, aren't yeah. we? It's going to take forever. <laughs> of the cleaning of the urinal after or, dark. <laughs> or you have someone go to Terra and go up to custode and be like, hi, my name's Rebute. And I'm like, no! Because manners mean they have to say hello and introduce themselves back. <laughs> it's just, just kind of a horrible game. How, how will we sneak into the Imperial Palace? Don't worry, guys. I've I got will a introduce myself. <laughs> I think if you're ever at a party with a custode and you're like both hitting on the same chick, you just have to like make sure he introduces himself, and then you're fine. Like, but no, that chick's going to be super no, impressed with his list of accomplishments. Right. And he's he's going. He, and also, or, he's an eight foot tall, like superhuman. Oh yeah, yeah. You're competing against that. I mean, and I think Custos got to keep their junk. Yeah, because they're <laughs> oh, supermarines. Yeah. Wow. So you, yeah, you really, really don't want to. You've do got that. nothing yeah, on right. him. Your, your best bet is, hey, who's watching the Emperor right now while you're fighting? <laughs> to which he will then respond with that dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's longer, she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So the Vorpal Swords. <laughs> so the Vorpal Swords. So he. Uh, uh, so he comes back and he uh, declares. So 800 years have passed. Um, uh, Basilius is long dead. Like, he's been gone mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, you know, he, he was sainted back when he was alive. And so, like, everybody just loves him now. So there's all these shrines all over the place. And so the Vorpal Swords run around and just, like, pledge to destroy all of those. So he's, mm-hmm. that's all they're doing. Um, 
So I guess that doesn't have too much to do with the Nurgle, but but hey, man, they escaped the Eye of Terror. That's they, they that's did. our mob rule shout out of the week. Yeah, so if they can do it, the Space Wolves can do it. Yeah, exactly. Thirteenth <laughs> Company. Where yeah. are you guys? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if they hard counter Jabberwockies though. That's, uh, that's yeah. the issue. Yeah, Jabberwockies don't mind pups. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we do have a whole bunch of those guys come back, uh, convert over to Nurgle. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of them. Uh, so we have like the. Uh, Oh, what is it? Uh, they had some really good ones. There was the Pestigores, of course. Of course. Uh, the Grey Death, Plague Bones. Did they not think of this Death when they're Brains. naming the Space Marine chapters? Okay, we're going to send you to fight Nurgle and the Death Guard. Uh, your chapter will be called Plague Death. Yeah. You guys will be called... They, they did change their names. Oh, okay. So a lot of them yeah. did have uh, big kid names. <laughs> <laughs> and then they changed them. I, I just love names. that. We are going to call you the vaccinators. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. That sounds like the worst Saturday morning cartoon ever. Because <laughs> we had stuff like the Iron Drake. There was like, I think like one other, what was it? The Doom Sailor. Uh, dark Angels. Uh, yeah, the Dark Angels. They came yeah, out. They're on that list knows. like five times. <laughs> How can they get a free pass through the warp? <laughs> I just I imagine this like disease stained piece of paper with like really bad handwriting on it saying guaranteed for one free warp pass. <laughs> a gift from Nurgle himself. Uh did you guys stop while you're the, in the warp? Did you pick up any takeout when you're in the warp? Hey, uh, uh, Steve, quit itching your junk. Uh, did you meet anybody? <laughs> Are there any produce or live animal that you picked up from the warp, sir? We're, we're just checking for customs issues. Thank God, Katie is gone now, and there's no custom data anymore. So the uh, Nurgle, Katie may have broken, but the custom stands still stand. <laughs> so some of the cool things about like Nurgle, I think, like uh, that I kind of enjoyed was I think like going back to that idea that like that Death Guard are, and I didn't realize that there was much of a difference between the Death mm-hmm. Guard proper and then like Nurgle proper. But yeah, I guess like you do have like that more uh, self loathing kind of aspect, whereas like Nurgle itself is actually. Very pleasant, and like, I always happy love, and dancing. And yeah, I yeah. love the characterization of Nurgle. I yeah. almost like when I was doing my research for this, I almost wanted to come here today and be like, guys, screw Death Guard. We're just talking about Nurgle. Oh yeah, we it's got just it. it's just this big fat like happy guy. It's like, hey guys, let's go party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a fun time. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Part of me fell off. Oh, that's all right. We're going to call him Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the Nurgling. Come on. I also love Not to be confused how, with the custode. How, how they talk about the, the great unclean ones, like the greater mm-hmm. demons of Nurgle, yeah. are just little mini Nurgles. So like, I yeah. equate it to kind of Austin Powers and Mini-Me. Or yeah, no, Dr. Is, Evil and Mini-Me. I think that's really cool because yeah. when you see like all the other uh, all the other demon uh the greater demons and whatnot, they all look like all varied, like all the bloodthirsters have like similar features, mm. but none of them look like identical. Oh, when yeah. you hear about the great unclean ones, like all of them just are pieces of Nurgle uh-huh. that have fallen off over the millennia. And something I didn't realize that kind of speaks to that is like, um, you know, they always talk about like Father uh, uh, Papa Nurgle and, the, mm-hmm. you know, like Father Nurgle and stuff like that. But um, that's it, not just neckbeard right. talk. Yeah, no, that yeah. that is literally like the, it is a family. Everyone yeah. is welcome. He takes he takes a lot of pride in like the accomplishments of his yeah. like his beings. Well, like, it, it's a lot of hard work. Um, if if any of you at home uh, have the old Realms of Chaos books, run, uh, grab them right now. Uh, I'll wait. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay, fine. <laughs> we can insert um, the pause later. But there's a whole section just talking about how Nurgle, like, drafts his brew of plagues and whatnot and feeds them to an Eldar god of, like, life and vitality. That, that was, is rad. That knocked my shit out. Yeah, that's heart. that's so cool. So and, so in, in the Garden of Nurgle, which is the realm that Nurgle lives in in the Chaos, 
Um, there was. I'm gonna do like a funny bone sounds like in a dark, yeah. dark town. There was a dark, dark house in a dark. No, that's a UK <laughs> dark, reference. Dark dark elf. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Don't worry, John. I got so, you. <laughs> so, so in kind of in his massive room, uh, he has this big cauldron, which mm-hmm. is kind of being described as having uh, like enough space in it to hold all the water in every planet in the universe. Oh yeah. wow. And he's just throwing. Where he's just throwing random shit in to kind of make a play. He's the happiest Iron Chef ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's like uh, Kung Fu Panda's dad making noodles. He's all kinds of happy there. The secret ingredient is AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then in the corner, like he has the love of his life, who's like the Eldar God of Life, who uh, he kidnapped. Yeah, who he kidnapped to lock in a corner, Isha. Um and then because and she's immune to all plagues and she's the god of healing. Oh, so the god of healing. Nice, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 he gives her all the plagues and sees how long it takes for her to heal. And if he's like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then he goes yeah, and he he releases it out. in the world. Yeah. So, and, the, and meanwhile, she like writes little notes and like sneaks them out, and that's how humans and other living beings learn how to cure those diseases. Yeah. yeah. She's creating. So she clearly well. lost the uh, the zombie rot one. Like that one never got to us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Appreciate that. God. You're an Eldar. Eldari penmanship sucks. <laughs> OP Eldar. Again. <laughs> OP Eldar runes. Yeah. Like Nurgle is super, super rad. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's one of the more fun and like characterful ones. Yeah. And I think the Death Guard are really cool just because they yeah. they are so not what you expect out of Nurgle. Mm. Like even the beasts of Nurgles are like these bounding, happy, like almost dog-like things they, want, they just want to come up to you and like like give you kisses and but sadly kisses give you aids yeah, yeah but their kisses give you aids and the slime trail gives you aids and just being on the same planet as them you probably have aids um, and, and like this is great it's like team america yeah like after after reading it it's kind of like a hippie parade like with tambourines and hey yeah, yeah and they've oh, got gosh. all the bells yeah. and everything yeah. and like I, just, I, I don't get that from the model range like i see the the great really? unclean one I, I and i'm the, like the old models they yeah, had yeah. That. The, but i think like the the new model or I'm sorry, like the current models. The new models look like they're kind of harkening back a little bit, right? But yeah. yeah, the current ones, not so much. Yeah, no, the current ones are a little, little rough to look at. Like the Nurglings on bases, those are very much those are what good. Papa mm-hmm. Nurgle is all about. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. guys just look hilarious, and uh, some of the. Like the Forge World Great Unclean one, that dude's a little fun because he has a detail where like Nurglings are actually like popping out of his flesh and whatnot. Oh. So. Yeah, oh, there's a few good ones. The plague yeah. bearers, though, are a little yeah. yeah, they're a little bad. That's a great. Um, nah, but, but those those new Death Guard ones. That's something oh, I think. Yeah. Like in this conversation, I I didn't really know like think about, but mm-hmm. was the uh, um, and I think this is kind of like when you were describing his rela- uh, Mortarian's relationship with mm-hmm. the humans there, um, is that there's like a lot of similarities in between like Nurgle and Mortarian, where like Mortarian. Unlike a lot of the primarchs, a lot of the primarchs have this like. I mean, they all have this like this this uh, sense of like justice. They're all like, you know, we're gonna avenge, uh, you know, like the, uh, the the downtrodden people, but they mm-hmm. don't necessarily assimilate. They're not like part of it. It's, yeah, it's almost like a paternalistic kind of like we're gonna do this because it's what we're supposed to do versus like mm-hmm. having like a personal ownership it's like no i did yeah i live amongst the people it's like he yeah. and vulcan are the only ones who really take that to heart because mm-hmm. even like even uh Gurleman goes and like just rules over um oh, yeah. ultramar and uh you have sanguinus who's just like so high above everyone else he's in he's untouchable and then you have guys, uh, like, unless you're a horse's talent no it's been quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you have the other ones who are the complete opposite end of the spectrum like conrad kurz and angron oh, yeah. who are just like beastly and not part of their society at all and then uh-huh. you have like vulcan and mortarian where they're just like 
hey, I just want to help these people like get by. You yeah. know, like I just want to live my life amongst them. Can I just do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Just leave me alone. <laughs> so there's that similarity between like uh, yeah. Papa Nurgle. Yeah, uh, he's so. he's just looking after his own. Mm-hmm. So. I want to touch real quickly on, on one of the favorite things. I, I said earlier, it made me really want to get a Fallen army. It, oh, yeah. so why Fallen versus Death Guard? So, so reading about the Death Guard, one of the battles well, they had, um, and this is, uh, Phil's talked about it a little bit before, because it's from the, uh, the, the trilogy, the Dark Angels trilogy that Gap Thor broke uh, last okay. year. Um, they had something where we got, uh, there's a T'Chelcha engine, huh. which is a MacGuffin, which when they combine mm. it with an Ouroboros and a, another engine, they all combine together, and you it creates a rifts that can go through space and time. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the Death Guard with uh, Typhus or Typhon are, are trying to get that okay. uh, with the help of some fallen mm-hmm. uh, in order to change history f- for mm-hmm. their benefit. And they were going to unite uh, as the Death Angels, I believe it was called, mm-hmm. uh, with the Fallen Ooh. and the Death Guard kind of coming together with this MacGuffin. Uh-huh. Um, it is what, spoilers for uh, uh, Caliban, the Caliban trilogy, by the way. Oh, okay. It's what created, so they get all three together mm-hmm. um, at the Caliban, and they create this portal in space and time because mm-hmm. what they were going to do is... Um, Ezreal is going to go back and stop the Fallen from falling. But instead, they birthed Serpentor? But instead, they, oh. they blew up Caliban. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, they destroyed their own homeworld. Oh. Um, Which kind of cheapens the horse heresy novels in a way, because you're just like, oh, who pushed the button? And then those ones came yeah. out. I was like, oh. We pushed the Ezreal button. Ezreal pushed yeah. the button? <laughs> um, but they were stopped by right. Cypher. Uh, oh, so they were okay. stopped by Cypher and some other Fallen. So they're still yep. fracturing in the, in the Fallen. Um, mm-hmm. And I just... Kind of the reading some of the tales of the fallen about like kind of like how they were the ones like the dark angels were off fighting the heresy wars mm-hmm. and the ones they didn't like pretty much were sent to guard Caliban yep. and they weren't left any ships and they were just hanging out there there all the time and that's kind of when they were like fuck this you know we want to be loyal too yeah um, and then kind of the, the tragic thing because they're do- all I mean I love stories where the bad guy is justified. Uh, kind yeah. of the doing the right thing and that's kind of what happened there so mm-hmm. I'm super into that and, and the whole death angel thing really speaks to me like yeah let's you know it's like a super villain team up uh. Uh, so <laughs> so and I'm all for that so so that's kind of one of the big battles for me um, that, that I super enjoyed uh, another thing I want to talk about is uh, that uh, I think it's called the hand of darkness ooh what's that oh that's from uh, the gothic sector yeah so yeah. so that is something and it's come up again recently mm-hmm. uh Abaddon got his little hands on it, uh, okay. the Hand of Darkness. What it is is anything he touches or yeah. anything it touches decays. And, uh, you know, um, oh, how is it? How is it phrased? It's, uh, it just, yeah, it, everything withers and dies and decays that the touches. Ooh, us. okay. So that's how Abaddon. It, is it like a glove or something? It, it, or? Yeah, it's a, it's a gauntlet that just ages everything it touches. And it's one of the two relics Abaddon needs to activate the Blackstone Fortresses. Oh, yeah. man, this is Thanos shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. It's an Infinity Stone, man. <laughs> yeah, um, or it's a 45-point relic that you can take for Black Legion. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, man, Thanos should have just got a book. <laughs> so he goes and, and kind of, he steals a Blackstone Fortress for that. But in order to succeed in the 13th Black Crusade, uh-huh. he gives it to Mortarian. Okay. So Mortarian currently is in possession uh, of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what he did with that glove is he made uh, a whole bunch of different plagues, which we see in Gathering Storm 3, okay. where he infects all the different planets to oh, kind of keep, right. keep Girly Man in the Ultramar system. So did they – that story, was that – um, was that – 
uh, foreshadowed in previous Gathering Storms? I believe so. Okay, because I didn't read this. I don't okay. remember that, it, yeah. It's in Fall of Cadia. They do talk yeah. about oh, okay. Mortarion being part of it and uh-huh. kind of in this whole breakout thing. That's okay. where they start yeah. tying and, in and all the other that, was, that story I didn't care so much for in the third book, but if it like does kind of like, yeah, go so, back, so it I, kind of And, and the Gathering Storms all kind of link together, but yeah, that's how Abaddon got. Because Mortarion was all like sulking in his room listening to Cradle of Filth. <laughs> and for him to come, like, Abaddon's wanting obviously as many powerful people as possible. That's mm-hmm. he oh, okay. gave him that there. Um, so yeah, he got the the hand of darkness. Um, the other oh, thing yeah. I want to talk about real quick, yeah, mm-hmm. the terminus est. Um, yeah. Typhus is personal battleship. Okay. The terminus est. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, in its current kind of forty first millennium state, mm-hmm. um, Typhus. I mean, we didn't really talk huge amounts about him, but he, he is like has this big old suit of Terminator armor. Yeah. Poked with holes, um, that they, they kind of spit clouds of flies yeah. around and they carry this virus. Mm-hmm. So he's like constantly doing his flagship does the same thing, oh, but yeah. in, space. in space. Oh, wow! So, so, so there's all of fl- these okay. warp flies kind of surrounding it and, and kind uh-huh. of distributing plagues all, all, all kind of through the galaxy. And it's just this disgusting, diseased filled place. Okay, um, Sterling, tell us a little, actually, tell us a little bit about Typhus. All right, in his 41st millennium state, in his 41st millennium state, Typhus yeah. is okay. so in a fluff perspective in a fluff perspective typhus does not actually do that much in the fluff which is kind of crazy when you think about how central he is because he kind of like runs the death Death guard Guard, doesn't he yeah he he is the de facto leader of the death guard since mortarian is in his room listening to (laughs) <laughs> as we've established. Yeah. Um, that headcanon is completely accepted now, by the way. <laughs> so, it is being written into lexicanum right now. Yeah, right. So Typhus is, <laughs> he is one of those, um, he's almost the Chaos Space Marine version of an Avatar of Kane. Okay. Um, in that every character seems to have whooped on him at one point or another. Ah! <laughs> oh, I was wondering where so, you're going to go with that. I thought you were going to be like, well, yeah, I guess he's an avatar of Nuri. He spreads death. No, so <laughs> he, he, like, pops up in different places, and he does the whole next time gadget and just, okay. like, fails to get all of his plans off the ground. Um, he makes, like, a quick little appearance at the Siege of Vrax, mm-hmm. um, where they use chemical weapons for the first time <laughs> in, like, any... It, I swear I never read about chemical weapons in the 41st millennium except for the Vrax book. And the Vrax book, they're just like, yeah, no, fire everything. (laughs) Like, just ruin the planet. Um, But Typhus just goes around and he does Nurgle's work. He is Nurgle's herald in the mortal realm now. Okay. Um, Sorry, my Age of Sigmar is showing. Um, Which realm? <laughs> the Imperial realm. <laughs> so he goes around, and his whole purpose in life is to spread the destroyer virus, to spread this hive that he has yeah. inside himself, because he's now indistinguishable from it. It and wow. him are the same yeah. thing. I read that he made Planetfall uh, mm. by himself. And killed 26 billion people. Yep. Shit. Yeah. God, he's, he's like the... He is a walking virus bomb now. Man, he's, he's like he's, a Portuguese blanket. <laughs> he's like... You go, native people. <laughs> he's, he's like that girl you meet at the bar at 3 a.m. He's like by herself and the lights go on. Yubba, yubba, yubba. So he, he just runs around just spreading disease and pestilence. And he's... That's really all there is to him, which is kind of a bummer. Because in, uh, in his heresy... Uh, edition he has like this really really rich story and like really strong motivations because he is a psyker okay but he is a closet psyker he never lets mortarian know that he is a psyker until the moment that he has butchered all the navigators and is like i can lead us through the warp okay oh how can you do that wow well i'm a psyker so (laughs) three two one go and 
that's pretty much all I have to say. But he's so. By the way, I have a badge too. I just he, been wanting to tell you this. I can, <laughs> I can receive you. <laughs> so he's one of the first Death Guard that fall under chaos because he has been repressing the knowledge that he is a psyker to everyone, and the Death Guard don't have a librarian, so no one finds him out about this. Oh, okay. He's just you know he's a dude in Terminator armor who happens to keep surviving again and again and again mm. and gets to a position of power. So he spends his entire life before the heresy paranoid as hell that one day Mortarian's going to turn around and pull out his custom-made plasma pistol, the lantern, uh-huh. and just light him up. Okay. And so he exists in this just realm of fear until he's able to get everyone to agree to this whole, let's go into the warp now, all the navigators are dead, we'll make the beeline for Terra, and we'll be there when everyone else shows up. And, oh, by the way... You're all going to be in excruciating pain for the next, like, two weeks until your Primarch father gives up your souls to Nurgle. Yeah. So, uh, um, so at what point – at one point, I think uh, um, Marcharian, he fights some, uh, some like, uh, psyker chick. I think, like, he was – he couldn't beat her uh, until he finally accepted that little seed of uh, psyker inside of him. And mm-hmm. I think, like, he was able to best yeah, her. Yeah, he was able and, to blast away, like, a... It was, like, an Eldar seer or something like that. Oh, was it Eldar? Okay, because at that yeah. point, that's, like, I think, like, the point where he was like, wait a second, this stuff is pretty good, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you. I, I feel like we should be allowed this. Yeah, and he kind of dedicates himself to, like, warm dust just... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, Coke is great. I'm going to use this all the time. <laughs> or maybe it was Angel Dust. Yeah. So, what... what one thing I want to hit on, and I think this is something that like the other fluff monkeys out there will greatly enjoy, because I love when stuff like this just comes into when fruition. When comes together. Uh, Nurgle's holy number is seven. Right. Right. Um, so every single thing about the Death Guard has always been seven. Yeah. From their number, which is 14, which is seven times two. Yeah. Their number of companies. The number of Death Shroud that exists at one time, the personal uh, bodyguards of Mortarian, who are mm. essentially mini Mortarians. They run around with the sides and everything. Okay. Um, there are seven of those at any one time. Okay. They always stay within 49 paces of Mortarian, which is seven times seven. Oh. So it's like, and you. How do they even track that? That's. Oh, that's easy. You know, you just eyeball that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, 49 paces. Uh, <laughs> here. Go. <laughs> I, I think, like, Epidemius or whatever his name is is actually just, like, following around and, like, charting all oh, this yeah. stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Probably just counting everything up. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, that's not seven. All right, now it's seven. Because, like, that was his thing, right? Like, like yeah. that demon guy or Harold is, like, he's always yeah. counting and tallying. But is that, like, a thing that's, like, consistent with Nurgle that, like, is different than other guys or other yeah. guys? Everyone else has Nurgle, their own number. Nurgle, they have their own number, but like, is Nurgle more obsessed with the number than everybody else? I think Nurgle, um, just the way that he is rules wise, the number matters more than others. Okay. Um, for like, for corn guys, you get bonuses for having like units of eight. Like corn sure. demon can thrive off of units of eight. Their big blood tithe bonus is when you spend eight of them, you yeah. get bloodthirster. I, I guess I'm asking more but in like a story. In a story sense, in a story sense, not really. Because oh, okay. as far well, as, I mean, as, far as the stories go, like a lot of the numbers and the uh, the the what what am I thinking the the instruments of chaos and things like that. Yeah, those really come in in the stories and in the fluffs because that's where you get your. Um, so going back to Siege of Frax, that's where you get your uh, chaos rituals and whatnot from. Okay. So seven times seven times seven people were sacrificed on Vrax to oh. ascend somebody to be a Nurgle demon prince. Okay. Um, Mortarian stands seven paces away from his death shroud, lops all their heads off, and 
births the first Nurgle Death Guard demon prince in Flight of the Eisenstein. Mm. It's like there's there's a lot of symbolism with all those sevens going around and just bells and whistles and well actually just bells because yeah. Nurgle's whole thing is bells. <laughs> no, no whistle. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do whistle. You count with like phlegm. It's which, really which hard. Which one's the god of whistles? Um, we don't There's talk no about him. It's just Peter. No, we don't talk about him. Okay. <laughs> um, one last thing about Typhus. I want to say there was another uh, battle where they talk about he mm. infected a planet, uh, the planet of, where's the name here? Uh, Legeta. Or Legeta. Uh, they got a disease that forced them to sing the hy- a hymn to the Lord of Decay uh, eternally. Like they had to sing this song Aww. to Nurgle. That's sweet. That's See, a that's a nice little gift to Papa Nurgle. Yeah. See, corn doesn't do stuff like that. That's just it's, no. Uh, corn's like ah, stack the skulls up kill. and we call it good. Yeah. yeah. You know, eight foot high. Kilburn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> His public art. He's got a public art thing. Eight foot high, eight by eight. Make it work. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of nice to know yeah. that we have like two gods that are into the arts. Yeah. One's performance. They're all into yeah. the others. Well, so Slanesh is definitely into the arts. Oh, that's I true. Mean, if you think yeah. about it, it's like Slanesh. I feel would be wearing the mirror box around the genitals. Yeah. So that'd be, you know, another one there. Yeah. And, um, and Zinch with this old crystal and architecture thing, like that could yeah. be pretty. Okay. I okay. mean, so we have know. an architect. We have. So uh, what we're saying, uh, Ted, is you need to start playing chaos. More. <laughs> yeah, you need to become one of. You're us. not a true artist. <laughs> yeah. until you play I, I, gosh, I mean, I, I have a Death Guard army, a small Death Guard army, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to think that, like, I mean, as a as a uh, 2D artist, I really should be playing Corn because he's got the sculpting thing going That's on, right. which is more of a visual arts versus a performance art. Just make two. Make sure you do a collection of eight. <laughs> Ted, do you have, this would be a very complicated show. <laughs> do you have anything else you wanted to mention about Death Card? There, I know, like we did our you know, usual fantastic, you know, circling around it while yeah. staying kind of on track. <laughs> but was there anything kind of research that we good. didn't touch on? No, I mean, I think that was it. Like, I, I, I'm really happy that you guys were brought in other stuff. That I yeah, know, so, yeah, it's super good. That, that was good. Sterling, so. anything that we didn't bring up? I know we didn't talk about Death Shrouds or any of the units or anything stuff like that, and we got you know. Jeff yeah, distracted us again. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Jeff the custode, Jeff the nurgling, they're always working in the background. Um, I've never yes. seen them in the same room no, together. I, I, <laughs> I, I will say one thing I am excited about with the new Death Guard coming out uh-huh. more than anything is that those right. models they are, are gorgeous. Gorgeous. They mm-hmm. look so good. Um, <clears throat> people have been using like the putrid Blight Kings from Age of Sigmar for forever as their yeah. Nurgle heralds. Because they just look so good. And to see GW take a model that they knew people were playing just because it looked good. Yeah. And update a sculpt of a model that really badly needed it. Cause, oh, like, God. The, it, all right. Do I want fine cast Nurgle bits? Eh, yeah. Maybe. Just because they look authentically uh, rotted. as much as I want know? fine cast <laughs> Aspect Warriors. Yeah. So... Going and taking an old sculpt that really needed that facelift. That there's yeah. there's no way to make Nurgle look good without insane green stuff, and uh-huh. like you can't even bit mash a plague marine together. You have to like do green stuff sculpting. Mm-hmm. So to see them go and update it, and not only update it just so it's like looking contemporary, but knock it out of the park. Yeah. Um, and there's something something really cool that I just want to give a shout out to a fellow Chaos Space Marine player for. He knows who he is. Um, if he ends up listening, um, so if you if you go digging through the internet, you will find uh-huh. a corn lord of skulls dedicated okay. to Nurgle. You will see that his axe is chopped out in the middle in like a nice <gasps> little V pattern. I think I've seen with this one. Three saw blades off yes. of a uh, death dread. 
look at the Man Reaper, who is the new yeah. HQ choice. He has the exact same axe. So not only is GW1 like listening to the community when it comes to these they're awesome stealing their they put out. <laughs> hey, if, if it looks if it looks that good and they're willing to take it, and like now there's actually it's been shown in new uh, new photos they put out of the yeah. new Death Guard army that, that there will now be an option for a Nurgle super heavy who has that same style axe. Mm-hmm. That oh, is wow. Yeah, it's red. It's that is red. awesome. And I'm super excited about What's that this. model with that that uh, um that that Nurgle uh super heavy wasn't that in a white dwarf at one point or yeah, was they, it just they, like all over the place yeah they it was just everywhere cuz everyone was like oh look how cool this is yeah, cuz that yeah. was back when the Lord of Skulls had come out uh-huh. and everyone realized that it was just kind of derpy and like yeah. it still it still is pretty derpy and then Forge World was like well everyone else is putting their corn of skulls on uh, night feet so why don't yeah. we do that and you know charge I know 200 pounds when I, when yeah. I when I played you and you brought the lord of skulls I was like man that thing is terrifying I don't want any part of that and yeah. then I was like oh Oh, it died terribly to uh, fire dragons. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why I told you. It's like, all right, this is going to be a four fun army because the unit is eight hundred and eighty eight points. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, yeah. But now they've released the new points cost for uh, chaos space marines, and we see like a lot of things have gone down in points. So. Okay. And I'm excited to take a new Death Guard army. Like like I said, I'm going to be yeah. out of town all next month. So I got one of the local guys up here. He's uh, splitting two of the starter boxes with me. Oh, cool! And I'm ending up with three total sets of the Nurgle space nice. Marines. Um, so he's going to start paying them up for me. And yeah. I think, I think it's going to look good because I've seen some of the color schemes GW has put out yeah. and those models just look flat out good. No matter like what color scheme you do for them. They just yeah. look awesome. Yeah. I, I am. I have to say that like, I think the way they've painted them, they've made them really crisp and clean and almost like cartoonish. Mm-hmm. So I am excited to see some people like go in there and like, like dirty it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like make it it's a little almost cell shaded. Like oh the look yeah, of it. yeah. Uh-huh. especially nice. like the plague zombie guys. Mm. I mean, oh. great models, but mm. like I said, it kind of looks like Jet Set Radio a little bit. <laughs> I mean, oh, I miss Jet Set Radio. That's such a good game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it. Yeah, so I think we're good. Let's take a quick break, right, and, and then we'll come wrap this up. Yeah. The new Mark Three A uses a ceramite overclay steel with a buttress carbon composite frame. What? Oh yeah, which one of those is it? Uh, all of them. Oh neat. Hey, is this a cup holder? Yes, the driver's compartment has a cup holder as an optional accessory. No way. Shut up. Cup holders? Well, not everybody has a life support system. So for the exploratory group of mortals we found... Cup holders? I'll take it. Mark 3A also has a traditional quad thermoreactor. Hey, do you think I could try it out? Well, of course. The ignition is on the dash right. I brought my favorite travel mug. I got it in this amazing bakery in the Segmentum just outside of Armageddon a few years back. Oh my gosh. Perfect fit. So anyway, as you can see, the new Mark 3A has a power coupler interface in the top hatch to allow for mod jeweler weapon components that can be... Does this have a heater in it? I hate it when Recap gets cold. If the coffee holder had a heater, that would just make my day. Uh, we hadn't considered that as most chapters use a Stardust driver and most of you as don't drink Recap. But I suppose we could... Build you something. Great. You tech priests are the best. Do you want to see Com's unit specs? No, I'm good. Is there anything I can... No, this will take... We'll take 11 of them. Thank you. The Emperor protects. Space Marines hate change. How do you have a convincing to upgrade to the new Mark 3A? Cup holders, believe it or not. 
Oh, cup holders. Brand new Mars Pattern Mark 3A Rhino. New with cup holders. <coughs> oh, man, that was a Nurgle call. <laughs> and we're back. Hi. Hey, hey Ted, this is hey. our last episode of 7th Edition 40K. It is. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, I, I think we should do something special for next episode. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. A Read dirge. the new rule book. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I kind of... Maybe have a eulogy. Maybe we can get a... I kind of... I think... Yeah, I, I think it would be kind of cool to have, like, a 7th edition retrospective. Yeah. Because it kind of fits our theme of, you know, everyone else is talking about 8th edition. So, <laughs> so let's just talk about 7th. Um, yeah, I think we're going to kind of go over 7th edition and mm-hmm. kind of memories, history, stuff uh-huh. like that, what it brought... What Seventh edition, the advent of formations and decurions, and the stomp. Oh, <laughs> well, no point in talking about it now. Sterling it Jesus. <laughs> and that wrapped it up. So, yeah. oh man, easy episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what would be really kind of nice is like I would love to see. Um, and since the, our, our our locals didn't give us the haikus that we wanted, um, maybe eulogies. Could you guys write up some eulogies? Yeah, and we'll some, read them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't send us any, I'll just make up some. Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably gonna do that anyway. Yeah, I'll do that anyway. I'll just I'll credit them to other people. <laughs> yeah, but I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be a fun way. Of, yeah. Uh, We're going to do uh, in, like the things you remember, the things you loved, mm-hmm. the things um, you maybe didn't like as much. I mean, we'll still try yeah. to keep it positive. Yeah, I mean, usually eulogies. It's not like, all right, so uh, Uncle this Steve. Guy's a dick. Yeah, he never really bathed much. Um, um, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think a eulogy is really the time to let all the nasty yeah. stuff out. Yeah. You know? Unless you're drunk. Maybe a couple of you guys towards the end of the that, podcast. That's just, that's just too yeah. classy, being drunk at a funeral. Yeah. I hated that guy. I'm just here for the will reading after. <laughs> Did I get the car or not? Yeah. So, so no, let's, let's, I want to hear about the, the fun things. like, John, things. in 8th mm. edition, you still get undercosted Wraith Knights. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we'll do mm. a little 7th uh, retrospective. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, All Sterling, right. thank you for uh, coming in. Hey, it's always that. nice to come in. Waka 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 waka. Gotta go get some Plan B in the morning. This will be the one time the wife listens to it. Oh, this is one of our cleaner episodes. It's I know. Talking about Nurgle. I know. And I the irony of us like shot it all to hell. I dropped like one C bomb, and then that was that. And even then, I fell out of place doing it. Well, Nurgle's very happy, happy. So. <laughs> That's true. It was kind of like remember that that time we had a um, Joe on and we had to call him Dick. Yeah, it, it, like we it, we had a hard time. Like it was we had a hard time coming up with Dick jokes for that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it didn't last long either. No, no, like, all right, it, we it failed pretty quickly because we kept on pressure. accidentally calling him Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think that was episode two. No, one it was early. Yeah, uh, I think it's the very first episode. Oh, okay. Uh, we we had uh, uh, one of our guys, Joe, on uh, mm. for a little bit, and, and yeah, he, as a local career gentleman, yeah. wanted a pseudonym. Uh, we <laughs> told him what his pseudonym would be, and then we forgot. Uh, no, I think it was time. his. He it was his idea. I, I, I think was I told it? him. Oh, okay. That might hey, be I wasn't part of that conversation then. I think we're yeah, like he's, he's, he's not dick. kind of the guy who makes those kinds of jokes. Uh, in no, <laughs> no, no. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, keep up mm-hmm. the uh, Twitter's interactions yeah. um, at BC4D for, for Ted. Oh, okay. If yeah. you want to see high-quality uh, plus car modeling and conversion <laughs> updates. That's right. So um, there should be some uh, some better pictures than the one you guys saw of that direct yeah. by the time um, this drops. At Mob Rules John for uh, like 50% chance at funny memes and 50% of the just <laughs> don't hit. Um, and and yeah. he's forgetting the 2% chance of I am the Senate memes. You know, oh. I've been really good about staying away from Star Wars memes. Uh, I mean, prequel memes are there my was a bit. There absolute was a guilty ago. pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are good. Whatever. Yeah. You can still be you. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but if, if I go full prequel meme, then uh, it'll be, it will be a Star Wars podcast by the end of So the, do you twit? Uh, Sterling, are you on the Twitters? I do, but I am not sharing it right now. What? <laughs> All right. Because nope, I've... Yeah, it, I share opinions and things on there that uh, are political. Best. Oh, very much so. Okay. So yeah, so. follow Sterling at Glacial Geek. <laughs> 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 uh, and and watch Phil's battle reports. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Phil Phil is out. He's being good husband mm. this this uh, this episode. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah as I him. abandoned my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to hang out with her on Phil's anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> she said I did. <laughs> she's she's right. getting freebies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All this right. has been episode 51. Uh, we'll see you for uh, 52, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years of mob rules uh, as of next episode. Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess we're just talking about the past then. Okay. Yeah. All right, All right Rad. Night. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>